Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Islanders never say die podcast. I'm your host TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same. That's me, grumpy. Tough times for the Islanders right now. Hard times for the Islanders at the moment. <laughs> but Not like we didn't tell you what was going to happen. Yep. Again. You want to know what's really going on in Islander country? Listen to this show. We're 99.9% correct. (laughs) Um, I I will say before we start getting into our podcast here today, if you're new to the channel, welcome. This is a twice a week All Islanders podcast that takes place every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're new to the channel and you like the content, you like, you know, the, the you know, you like the conversations we have, the topics that we cover, you know, the ideas that we have, the thought processes that we have, make sure to do a few things. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube and make sure to like the video, right? If you subscribe on YouTube, it's it's you can give yourself notifications when we go live. Sometimes we run a little late. Sometimes we're a little early. Who knows? It's always good to make sure that you're subscribed and get notifications. So whenever we go live, you get updates, right? We're at the point of the season where emergency podcasts tend to happen every so often. So you want to make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any sort of emergency podcast scenario. Um, And if you like the video, right, what that does is that helps, you know, number one, it lets us know you like the content that we put out. And apparently it helps the algorithm, right? It helps get this fun time of talking the Islanders out to the masses. And one more piece of housekeeping before we jump into the show. We also do have a podcast called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. 
It's a twice a week all sports podcast that takes place every single Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every single Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we talk anything and everything sports on that show. So we talk uh, NHL, we talk NBA, we talk MLB, we talk NFL, we talk college athletics, we talk European football, we talk anything and everything sports on that show. It's called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It can be found in the link in the description below or as a featured page here on our YouTube channel. Um, but uh, make sure to give that a little check out. It's it's hosted by myself, the grumpy old man, and the magnificent Sun X, where we just shoot the shit and talk sports. So it's always a fun time. Um, man, it feels X. like so much. It feels like so much has happened, Grumpy, since our last podcast. X power, X power. But it feels like so much has happened since our last podcast. But in reality, not really much has happened. You know, we went live on Saturday evening uh, during the Islanders versus the Nashville Predators game a game in which the Islanders found a way to lose late, um, which they've been doing sometimes this season. They they find ways to blow leads every once in a while. And, um, you know, since that game, you know, we lost, and I would say we're embarrassed against the Minnesota Wild, and then we lost last night against the Winnipeg Jets. Um, you know, and the skid continues. The, the, the poor play in the month of really – was it December and January or at least January grumpy? How long has this poor play been going on for? 1980, 1994. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I, it's it's the month of January. I mean, our last, I think in our last, uh, uh, 16 games, I think we're five, eight and three. That's not good enough. No, I was I mean, about to say, we've even, we've even We've even stopped getting the Sorokin points. Um, uh, I mean, I feel bad for Sorokin. You know who else feels bad for Sorokin? Commentators for the other teams. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's terrible. He's getting, I mean, I, it's bad. It's the bad team. We're bad. Now, I'll put it, now you talk about, well, I, I guess, I guess we'll, we'll just kind of go ahead. It's Today may be a little bit of a hodgepodge, but you know, it's, I don't know anybody who's happy with where the team currently is, or I hope nobody is currently happy with the way the team's currently playing and where we're placing currently. Um, but there's definitely a lot to cover. So, uh, you know, you, you talk about, you know, hey, you know, Sorokin gets, gets, you know, I'd say, he, you know, he gets empathy <laughs> from opposing teams commentators. Just take a listen to this. This was just- against the Minnesota Wild on Sunday evening. I, or is it Monday evening, Grump? Monday evening, I'm sorry. It was Monday. Yes, Monday. It was on Monday. By the end of the second period, the Islanders had surrendered already 30 shots on net. And this My was odd. And just to let you know, this is a Minnesota Wild team that lost eight straight games, had got beat six to nothing on Saturday. And I don't know if I said on this podcast, I, I think I said on this podcast, I certainly did when we talked with the lead, the formerly the lead Lamanite, um, who's now he's in retirement. Um, for a while anyway, uh, the lead laminate, I told him, I said, here's the thing, you know, Minnesota is going to come out to play on Monday. Yeah. And we just didn't match anything that they brought. And is it Minnesota is not a really good team. They're not. I mean, and here we're going to, I know we're going to listen to this and then we'll talk about Sorokin. Just listen to the inflection in the voice of the color commentator. Um, I was like, "Yikes!" 
Wild get a chance on the power play here in the closing seconds of the period. Boldy to Faber. Back for Boldy. Boldy trying to drag it for a shot. Got it through to Kaprizov. He fires. Saved by Sorokin. Rebound chance. And it's just wide. Faber has Real quick, can we talk about how... <laughs> <laughs> look at the freaking team. Look at how many ridiculous. And now, again, this is on a power play. But, man, oh, man, just great primo opportunities to score. If you, listen, if you listen to what the color commentator says, then we can touch on it. How about that? Yes, we'll do that, Grump. All right. And at the horn, he sends it wide. Well, I don't know how Sorokin's doing it. He's played 11 straight. And if they've been like this, where second period – I mean, he's facing 22, 22 shots on goal, and not easy ones either. Kaprizov to the dying seconds, walking down Broadway. There's just chaos out of the doesn't stop there. But, again, a, a very strong second frame for the Wild. They've been good in every aspect of the game. Power play, penalty kill, goaltending. The Islanders can't break the puck out cleanly. Just a very solid 40 minutes. Yes, Grumpy. I don't know how he plays as many games as he oh, does. Okay, now you notice what he said. Oh, here's Kaprizov walking down Broadway. That's just a regulation. That's just a regular shot that Sorokin faces three, four, five, six times a game. That's not what you're supposed to do. Is give up opportunities like that. That I, I mean, we've been talking about it all year, trying to generate more offense. We're just defensively, we have no structure. And that's what happens, right? All right, we're going to try to be offensive. Or maybe the forwards are supposed to come back and they just don't. Or they're not capable. Or maybe they're just happy getting their seven-year extensions and, you know, getting benched. Or they're too busy goal-hanging, trying to, you know, get a, a trying to fatten up their stats in blowout losses. I don't know. But it's frustrating. It really is. And I just, uh, I just, I mean, that was a horrible loss. How many, how many times in the last three weeks have I said, man, that's the worst loss of the year? <laughs> Four, five, six? Any, anytime you say that, you almost have to pause and wait a second because the likelihood that it could be a horrible loss again. Blowout losses. Blowout losses. And I think in that game, I think Minnesota, Minnesota took off the third period. Absolutely took off the third period. I think they wound up having something like, 35 shots, some 36 shots, something like that. And then last night, Winnipeg, 44 shots on goal. I, Again, we've talked about it, right? You cannot give up shots like that. And it's not like all these shots are from the red line or, you know, uh, you know, just dump-ins that happen to go in the goalie. These are primo scoring opportunities, like the color commentator said for Minnesota, just coming right down Broadway. That's, I mean, that's just normal shot for Sorokin, honestly. Every game, you'll see two or three shots like that. Every single game that we're giving up. You looked at, even there, if you looked at it, you saw, um, while we were on the penalty kill, was there a box? Was it, well, it just looked like we were just puck chasing. Just chasing after the puck, chasing after the puck. I, I just don't know where we go from here. I, I, well, I know where we're going. You mentioned how nothing really changed since Saturday. Well, no, things have changed. The only thing that didn't change was the amount of points the Islanders had in the standings, but we did drop from 8th to 11th. Mm, and if Jersey wins tonight, it'll be 12th in the conference. So I don't think it's going to stay like that, but I also don't think we're making the playoffs. 
It, it's just that plain and simple. You know who else doesn't think we're making the playoffs? The Who's leader that? of the Lamanites. He's given up. He's given up. He says, I'm boycotting the team. Boycotting the team right now. That doesn't <laughs> sound like a real fan to you, does it? <laughs> oh, man. He's it's, too scared it's, to come on our show. No. Scared. He can't. There's no way he can spin what this team has been doing this year into a positive. Even with all his fancy little uh, analytics tricks, which don't fool a grumpy old man, that's for certain. Analytics tricks, grumpy calls them. You know, you pick this, you pick that. Ah, I used to do that job. Yeah. Oh, you want it to look like this? No, don't worry. I'll make it look like that. We can make that work for you. We'll just put in, uh, you know, we'll just splice and dice it the right way, and it'll come out what you want. That's, I mean, he can't even do that anymore. It's just that bad. And here's the thing. Three more games before the All-Star break, Chicago. Have to beat Chicago. No way you can lose. No way we can lose to Chicago. Mm. Right? And then who are the other two teams I mentioned to you earlier? Do you remember? I grew up. I don't have it pulled up. Ooh. I think Vegas is one. Um, it's the Stars and then Vegas. Those are two losses. Those are two losses. I mean, I think best case scenario, the Islanders could hope for one and two in the next three before the All-Star break. Then where are we in the standings? Every single team that's ahead of us now and the Devils uh, tonight notwithstanding are at least, you know, they have like two-game advantage on us that they that they have in hand. And now they have more points. Tampa Bay, right? Tampa Bay, oh, we're not worried about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's done. I said Tampa, I told the lead lamb and I said, Tampa Bay's making the playoffs, guaranteed, book it. Really? They're not making the playoffs. Well, they're in a playoff position now. They played the same amount of games as the Islanders. I remember they were four points behind the Islanders, three extra games they played. Well, look at how that's turned around. I, I don't want to just turn it into a, a play, a, you know, a, a gloom and doom. We're not making the playoffs thing, but we're not. Sorry. <laughs> but you heard it here. In the, you heard it here at the beginning of the year. Told you it wasn't happening. Not happening. The, the thing I want to make sure I'm mentioning here. Um, you know, he, he had mentioned about Sorokin after how many games he's been playing. Sorokin has played 40 or more minutes in the last 12 Islander games. Uh, you know, I think Varley is back maybe skating on Long Island is what I had read, if I remember correctly. But, you know, here's the thing. I, I'm not sure anybody's going to be able to stop the onslaught that's that's occurring. I mean, we're facing right now almost 40 plus shots a night over the last few games. It's just yikes, man. It's you've got to do better. I think there's a few a few takeaways I've got. Number one, team's not good enough. We've always known that. Number two, I think the fat lazy cats on this team and the country club, the country club crew members, the 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 head of the cul-de-sac crew, they've just completely tuned out Lane Lambert and are just kind of doing their own shit again. Um, how many times do we have to? How many times do we have to hear from this group? Or how many times do we have to um, make the assessment of this particular group, which has been together forever and never won anything, that they've tuned the coach out? They've tuned out Lane Lambert. They tuned out Barry Trotz. They tuned out Doug Waite. They tuned out Jack Capuano. It's the, it, at some point in time, stop pointing fingers at the coach. Point the fingers at the players. How... And how do the players get – they get rewarded, right? Uh, they're the getting rewarded. Entitlement, the sense of entitlement they have is because our general manager feels that we can't separate 
from any of the players that are currently on the team and on the roster. We have to keep everybody. Oh, no, this piece right here, this is an integral part of our team's success. We can't possibly win without Pierre Engvall. We can't possibly win without Casey Zizekas. We can't possibly win without Matt Martin. We can't. The list goes on and on and on. And in reality, you have a whole bunch of guys who are just guys that you end up overextending with too much term and then giving too much cap to. Right. I mean, we've talked about it on the, no one. No one wants to talk about it. The Lamanites, they don't want to talk. Oh, great deal. Oh, you're so stupid, grumpy old man. You know, look at how low Pierre Engvall's uh, AAV is. Look at how low Scott Mayfield's AAV is. If, you know, they only took three or four year deals, their AAV would have been higher. Yeah. Let him go. Let him go. Pierre Engvall. Okay. Taking a lot of heat from the fan base. I I mean, did you see when he signed that contract? He was freaking ecstatic. He was ecstatic. Oh, he never expected that. He never expected that. Scott Mayfield. Love Scott Mayfield, right? Yeah. Pretty safe, pretty safe to assume he's on the backside, right? He he plays much better in the postseason, but in the regular season, absolutely he's on the backside. But he's kind of on the backside. In the he's postseason, on the po- in the postseason, a lot of the penalties and infractions he commits don't get called. So, but I think we're never going to okay. But we're never going to see that ever again. Not for this team. I wouldn't say ever again, but I understand. Well, no, ever again, because we're not making the playoffs. This is it. It's it. It's over. <laughs> over. And we have so we have so little flexibility with our roster. This is it. This is it. This is the last year that we might even contend to be top 10 in the conference. We're just not good enough. Just not good enough. You think Anders Lee's getting better with age? Yeah, Anders Lee had a great night last night, Grumpy. had two goals. Whoop-de-doo. All kidding aside, I thought he played well. You know what? He's your captain. You should get that kind of effort from him every single night. You don't. You don't. You want to know who's more of a captain than he is? Who's that, Grump? Number 14. Yep. And now this is something I'll have to, and, and I have to thank Andy, Andy Francis for this one, because he had he had made, he kind of strung everything together. And I'm like, oh, man, as soon as I saw this, I'm like, this makes it very easy on me. Um, this at the end of our loss to the Nashville Predators. Grumpy and I, I guess we couldn't just stop being in disbelief. I guess we missed this. But I want you to watch this here. This is the end of the game. The Islanders had just given up their goals, and the game is over, essentially. There's only seconds left expiring there on the clock, and I want you to take a look. I guess I don't need to have the volume running on it if there's no volume. Um, but you look at him. He's looking on the ice. He's staying out there. Looking down the tunnel. Why? Look, look at the fucking Islanders bench. I don't know who is I don't know who was back in the dressing room. None Everyone. Of, everyone's back in the dressing room, including Lane Lambert. It's disgraceful. Disgraceful. Except for Bo Horvat. Except for Bo Horvat. And again, I was very critical of Bo Horvat when he originally traded for him, signed him that long extension. I still think he won't be worth it at the tail end. That's just the opinion I've got, and I think that will be shown correct over time. But he is not as infected 
with, I guess, the country club mentality that's plagued this franchise for years. Oh, man, we lost. Let's just go. Let's just go close up the tents. Let's just go leave. He's been a leader. And who's, I don't know who the other guy looks like. He's trying to crawl off the ice over here before the drop of a puck. No, no, that guy's on the ice. He's, he's taking a shift there, Grump. Yeah, I know, but look at him. He, he can't wait to get off. That's correct. I mean, it's like Phil Vakota in the USA against Norway game <laughs> talking about, you know, the girl in row three. <laughs> that's the feeling I got too when I saw it. What did Herb Brooks do? Made him get out there and skate till they puked on the ice. Again. 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 We'll we'll turn off we'll turn off the lights. Leave the keys. We'll lock the we'll lock the door. The problem Again. is the coach did the same damn thing. That's the problem I've got. It doesn't matter. These guys are freaking professionals. Supposedly. Professionals. That's a disgraceful look right there. I'm surprised that has not gotten more play, honestly. Yep. The it is. only thing, the only thing that saved them is that they were in Nashville. Can you imagine what the fans um, would have done if they saw that? Oh my God! The booze would have been loud, and they would have been deserved, and they should be deserved after this type of. Like, oh man, we gave up two goals late and wound up losing the game. Okay, let's just all go into lock. Hey guys, we're finishing up the football game, but let's just go ahead and all walk to the locker room before the game's over. And what? I think you also have the interview with Horvat after the game. Do you not? Yes, yes, I've got that. Okay, got that. guys, so, I just want to make sure because you listen to what he says. I've never heard an Islander player come out and say that out loud to a reporter ever, ever. I hope you're not wrong because I do have Anders Lee's response after the game too. Well, here's but, the thing. It wasn't after this game. That was after the Minnesota game. Okay. Gotcha. So here it is. Now, Andy had also mentioned this, right? Wow. Rare to have tangible moments like this, visually illustrating a team's culture and internal expectations. I wonder how many player-only meetings the Islanders have conducted addressing their season-long struggles to hold a lead. One team demands success, the other does not. And now it's a string together a few tweets here by Elliot Freeman. Now, this is on December 10th of 2023. And Korchekov, Peter Korchekov has not been good. This, this Carolina Hurricanes team, has been playing with the goalie who started out in the AHL to start this season, right? Ranta has been the backup. He's been relegated further on down the list due to poor play. Freddie Anderson has been out with blood clots. And Pitor Kachekov, with a save percentage of 900 on the dot, is their starting goalie. And on December 10th of 2023, the Hurricanes, reported by Elliot Freeman, the Hurricanes had a players-only meeting following the loss tonight. A tough Western Canada swing, 0-4. For the Hurricanes. And you've got here again, Sportsnet. Oh, yep. The struggling Hurricanes held a players only meeting, which turns out it has not been their first. So, right, you talk about teams that demand success, teams that are teams that hold themselves accountable for poor play and hold teammates accountable for poor play. The Hurricanes do. You know, you might you might laugh. Oh, Rob Brindamore. Oh, he can never win a game in the Eastern Conference Finals. Ha ha ha! Look how poor they played. Say one thing. They've got the makeup of that of a team that's a real competitor. Hmm. When's the last time the Islanders? I'm just what what year was the last time you think the Islanders have had a players only meeting? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure they have. 
but I don't know. We certainly never hear about it because, you know, the shills that, uh, you know, are the beat reporters that cover the team, they don't report anything. They're too busy being cheerleaders against against website, against uh, sites like us who want to just tell the truth. Their job is to protect the team, their organization. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I'll say this here too, Grum. Um, the players only meetings. I wish we would do something like that. I do think we have a real problem with the culture on this team. I absolutely believe that's an issue. Now, long, and, and I think the reason, or what were you about to ask, Grumpy? I'm sorry. How long have I been saying that? How many well, years? How many years? Years? Years have I been saying that? So obvious. So well, we, obvious. We both absolutely agree on that. The thing that that I'm I'm more I'm really concerned with too is the team gave up and quit on Barry Trotz. The team now, after two seasons, has given up. I think as effectively has quit on Lane Lambert. It's just like, okay, there's a real issue in the room. There's a real issue with the mentality that these guys play with. There's a real issue with the heart and and, and the way that they play. To think that they got just absolutely, and I mean dominated against Minnesota, absolutely dominated, surrendered 30 plus, 33 shots in two fucking periods, the first two periods of play, and they come out against Winnipeg, and they get, I mean, they had a harder, they had harder fight the first period or so, but they don't, they don't come out with a huge response game. That's concerning. Okay, how does the Casey Sezikis blaming the fans after a shitty island performance? How is that looking now from earlier in there? You remember that? Blame the fans. Came out, ripped the fans. Was there an apology from him? Nope. No. So what does it mean? They don't care about the fans. They certainly don't care about the paying customer. That much I can tell you. They just want to just, I've said it for years and years and years. There's no accountability in this organization. There, no one takes responsibility for poor performances. I mean, you talk till you're blue in the face. Players don't give a shit because there's no threat to them. They all sign six, seven-year extensions. They know they're not going anywhere because no other team in the league would take any of their sorry asses anywhere. No one. That's why it's like, oh, well, what can we do? Is is it's it is is it even possible to move Pierre Engvall? No, no. Is it even possible to move? And I'm not even talking about the no trade clauses that they give them to to Ham and Eggers, fucking sixth, seventh line players, guys who don't even deserve to be in the league, right? Don't even deserve to be in the league. Anders Lee, any takers for his contract? Last three no. years, no. Scott Mayfield, seven years, no. Pellick. Seven years? No. I would say no. Absolutely not. You can't. No. Pulak? No. Brock Nelson? Maybe. We'll never know. Varlamov? I don't know. It wasn't even no an option. This is obviously if they all had no trade clauses of, or they didn't have no trade clauses because they all do. That, well, um, there you go. But, but no, Varlamov, last year, that wasn't even consideration to move your backup. 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 Freaking backup. You're, you wouldn't even consider moving a backup goalie on a shitty team. It's not even a consideration for the old man. Does he have a no-cut a no contract? I mean, here's the thing. You, He's got a full no-trade, yes. Varley does. I mean, I, I was talking about Lamarillo. Oh. So, I mean, I know you got to pay those guys. At what point does ownership, Malkin, it's not Ledecky, look at this and say, dude, this ain't working out. The only way to stop it is if you go to the games – 
boo them. Say Lamarillo must go. Everybody, just say everybody. And here's the thing. Don't call out Lane Lambert. Don't call Lane Lambert. He was handpicked by the old man. Handpicked. We wouldn't even think about looking outside the organization. You want to know what? Teams that don't look outside the organization, know what they call them? Losers. Losers. Lamarillo is the king of the losers. The Lamanites, right over the cliff with the rest of the Lamanites. That's where they go. Boop, 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 boop. All jump right into the ocean because they just can't. They keep the blinders on. Keep the blinders on. Don't want to. Don't want to get outside their comfort zone of oh, our team might contend, possibly contend for a playoff spot. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Are you that much of a loser? Seriously, of a loser fan where you're saying, hey, you know what? If we come in tenth or eleventh, that's great. Sorry, something put extra. Something that will put extra fuel in the fire. This is something. Thank you, Drew Licata, who sent this to us here. I want you to take a look at this. He says, I believe they'll turn it around. Don't fester about what's happened. Stay disciplined to optimism. It's hard, but it works. The Islanders will reemerge, ride the waves. You become what you feed on. And look at this shit. Look at this shit. Who put this out here? Who put this out here? <laughs> I'm not going to show their name. You have but to show it, them it's them. one of the it's one of the islander. It's here's the thing. He's a buddy of Phil. He's a buddy of one of Phil's friends. So he's a Lamanite. So in other words, the guy's a freaking hammerhead, right? Look at God. this. I was like, my God. I'm like, think about this. I, I think about think about think about what this says. Hey, oh, think about this. Don't fester about what's happened. Stay disciplined to optimism. It's hard, but it works. The islanders will reemerge and ride the waves. And what basis will the islanders reemerge and ride the waves? You know, you've heard me say this, right? You're never as good as you think. You're never as bad as you think. Now, here's the thing. I think we are in the area that we will be in. And is right in a playoff spot or right on the outside of a playoff spot fighting for the playoffs. We're going to be doing that until puck drop of game 82. That's what our season's going to be. We're going to be fighting into the last day no of the way. season to make the postseason. I disagree. I disagree. You don't think so? No way. No way. Everybody's already passed us. There are even teams up ahead of us. The the freaking Flyers of all teams are, what are they, six, eight, 15 points ahead of us? Who knows? Grumpy, can I ask you, on this picture, which one are we? Which one, which one of these which one of these nice I can tell you which one the Islanders are. They're not this one. They're the ones bent over a freaking stool, taking up the butt. That's what that's what the Islanders are. And that's what those fans are. Anybody who believes that at this point, this is not a young team. This is not a young team that can grow from this. This is an older team that has never won anything ever. Never freaking ever won anything. They've never won anything. You want to know what they've won? Nothing ever. Nothing ever. I don't know how you, I don't know how anyone thinks this team can get better. I, I, it, it's done. You have $5 million in cap space. That's with Martin and Clutterbuck gone. That's next year you're talking. That's next year. What do you, we have no money now, $200,000, nothing. So how are you going to get better this year? What are you going to do? Oliver Wallstrom? He's done. They've ruined him. Just throw him on the scrap heap of the Hosangs, the Bellows, the Wilds, you know, anyone who has ability but, you know, doesn't tow the company line. You know, maybe they wanted to win too bad. Maybe that was their problem. They wanted to win. And they're like, uh-uh, 
We don't do that around here. We don't believe in winning here. We're happy to just be a team that just, you know, sucks, blows, and swallows. SBS. That's what we are. Right? If we lose to Chicago, here's the thing. Lane Lambert cannot have the team go 0-3 into the All-Star break. He gets fired. That, that's a guarantee. Yes, I do agree with that. Now, here's the thing. I think he's already lost the room, and I don't think it's Lane Lambert's fault. I think it's the cats in the room's fault. At some point in time, you got to move out the guys in the room, and the that old man doesn't do it. I cut everyone off of this roster. I play with an AHL roster. I mean, shit, we're playing Simon Holmes from anyway. What's the difference? Take the same approach the Philadelphia Flyers did the year before. John Tortorella come in. Oh, veterans, gone. Get them out. Nope, not part of the solution. You're part of the problem. Get rid of them. We need a Tortorella here as coach. You, uh, you want to know the first thing you do? Anders Lee, you're no longer a captain. That'd be great. You'd be gone. Gone. Bo Horvat, who I told you was a leader in Vancouver. Yeah, contract is a bit much. Always like Bo Horvat. What he did, and I know you're going to show the, the yes. comments after the game, speaks volumes. Matt Barzell, I don't think he – his thing, he's never been a captain, um, but you know he has the same feelings that Horvat does. He just didn't know how to express them like Horvat. Remember, Horvat played on a losing team in Vancouver for a long time. He knows what it's like. Believe me. Believe you me. How do you think he feels? Man, I wish I would have taken less money to stay there and be a winner. Think about that. As soon as he leaves, the team finally puts it together <laughs> and they start winning games. Oh, no. Let's listen here. This was this is his uh, comments in the post game after the Minnesota Wild loss where we were absolutely embarrassed. At the end of the day, we need um, our best players to be our best players. And um, tonight, that just wasn't the case. I mean, you know, they were ready to go and and we weren't. And that's on uh, that's on the guys in this room. I mean, at the end of the day, I got to be a lot better. Um, and we'll figure out a way to, to get the team going and, and also get ourselves going because obviously that was unacceptable tonight in Maris. We'll listen to that one more time really quickly. One more time, Grump. At the end of the day, we need um, our best players to be our best players. And um, tonight, that just wasn't the case. I mean, we need our best players to be our best players. And tonight, not the case. I mean, like, you start to see a little bit of that other people in the room need to be held accountable too. You can start to see that with that comment. You could tell where he lies with that feeling, don't you? Mm -hmm. Brock Nelson. Absolutely. Brock Nelson's been terrible. I don't care about his points. Is he the same player as when Trotz was here? Even close? I like him. I know you don't. That's all right. Uh, okay. Is he the same player he was that he is now? Is he the same player now as when Trotz was there? Probably not. No, the answer is no. Not probably not. Don't don't try to protect one of your little favorites. The answer is no. Absolutely not. I mean, you know, they were ready to go, and and we weren't, and that's on uh, that's on the guys in this room. I mean, at the end of the day, I got to be a lot better, um, and you know, figure out a way to to get the team going, and and also get ourselves going because obviously that was unacceptable tonight. Embarrassing. Where was the cowardly captain during all this? Well, we'll have that. Glad you asked, Grumpy. Now, here's the thing. I did not listen to this. <laughs> this, this is also after the Minnesota loss. Let's listen here to Captain Average. Battles. We didn't do anything very well at all tonight. Um, they were on top of us quite a bit, and we, we couldn't get to our game. And I think our effort needs to be elevated, and we need to have a better showing. 
Um, we got to get pissed off. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of little things that add up to a, a poorly played hockey game. Um, and unfortunately, it's it's over. We got a big game tomorrow. We got to go after it. But tonight's just an example of exactly how not we need to, how we don't need to play. Did they, he really? Did they he did really, in fact have a big game tomorrow, but that they did not show up for that either. Did he really throw himself under the bus? Not at did, all. Did he throw his teammates under the bus? No, he did not. He did not. He just That's, said we. They put a lot of pressure on us, so we couldn't play our game. Yeah. Well, okay. You know what? The other Bo Horvat. Yeah, it's on the guys in this room. He should have said, particularly that lazy bastard captain. I don't know how the hell he got that contract. I know mine's more than his, and believe me, I'm more than earning compared to this guy. <laughs> I, I, it's it's it mind-numbing. I, I mean, think about the I, everything that Lamarillo has done the last couple of years has been wrong. Everything. Everything. Now, the Horvat trade is not looking as bad. No. Um but the contract was terrible, right? The contract's terrible. That's correct. And it's like, like I said, I like Bo Horvat. You don't. Um, Bo Horvat's impressed me this year. The only thing I didn't want to give up was a first-round draft pick. Why? Because I saw what's happening now. I saw it coming. For how many years have I told people on this show, how many years, years now, years, this is what's coming. Right now, we're just on fumes. We're on freaking loser fumes. That's what we're on. Just barely hanging on, hoping we get a loser point just to somehow slither into the playoffs to get the shit kicked out of us by Carolina. Oh, because guess what? Carolina's right at the ship, everyone. Carolina's back. Carolina's back. Even with the third-string goalie, they're back. Right, I told you Carolina be back. Rangers, we're gonna we're gonna lose the Rangers four times this year. Think about that, people. That's four losses. Why? Even the former leader of the Lamanites, who's now in mothballs, um, he said, you know, Laviolette, he knows how to play the Islanders. Put him on the Rangers. Everybody sucks on the Rangers. He told me in the first place. Grumpy, real quick, do you have your mic connected? Yes, I do. It's right here. Okay, gotcha. No worries. Okay. Um the you're right. Um I, I'll tell you here. It's but where do you go? For, my question is, and it's for the people, where do you go from here? Where do you go? The thing I worry about was the absolute worst case scenario, and I think we're still in this spot, unfortunately. Lou Lamarillo thinks his team is still good enough. There therein lies the problem. Lou thinks the team is good enough to compete for a Stanley Cup. Hey, he takes the same mentality that all the loser that all the fans of the loser complex say. Hey, anything can happen in the postseason. I like that when I'm going to a business proposal. Hey, what do you think about closing? What do you think about closing the Glen Gary Glen Glen Ross leads? Anything can happen. No. <laughs> well, that wasn't actually part of that movie, but that's okay. I have a question for people. It was just announced tonight, and I know we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Mike McCarthy coming back as Dallas head coach. Why? Now, does anyone think that the Dallas Cowboys are contenders for the Super Bowl next year? Anyone? No. 
The answer is no. What makes you think the Islanders are contenders for anything when you keep on rolling back the old man to put him in charge of making decisions for this franchise? They've run out of guys to resign to long-term deals because there's. I cannot imagine Clutterbuck or Martin coming back. How how is it that Lane Lambert comes out and singles out Matt Martin for for the pivotal goal against Nashville, and then he plays him the next two games? Yep. You've got you to check. There's like definitely some scratching going on with your mic. If you just take a look at what's going on there, I'm not sure if it's like what's going on in the background or, or anything on that side. But, yeah, I'm definitely getting a little bit of reverb coming back off your mic. Well, there. don't get your face too close to the thing because you get too close and, and your sound goes out. I'm just telling you. Okay. Usually when you're trying to make a point. Um, but Okay, Crumpy, I'll make sure. But uh, how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you not sit him? You single him out. He's a fourth liner, not worth anything at this point in his career, right? Yeah. I don't care that he's a nice guy. I don't care that every one of the team is nice. It's not the beer league. How long have I been saying they play like it's the beer league, the cold sack group? Years, years. It's And now you're seeing people starting to jump on. They're all starting to jump on the grumpy old man boat. Oh. Yeah, well, I've been telling you for years. They needed to, they needed to cull that group out. That were born, that, not that they were born losers, but they came up under Capuano. Losing is just what we did. We just lose. So they're used to losing. They don't know what it's like to win. They don't win for that reason. In big games, they don't show up. Brock Nelson, I don't care what his numbers show this year. Nowhere near the play. They need to move him now. He's a guy you can still move. Move him now. People, well, who would you move him for? I want young players and draft picks coming back. The the issue that I think, and as, as I was trying to, to build up on this point, the issue is I think Lou believes this team is good enough. And when good he believes, what? To come in twelfth in division, fifteenth in the division, be seventh in the division, seventh in the division, fifteenth in the conference, I'll agree with that. I think he believes the team is good enough to compete. For a Stanley Cup. Right, wrong, or indifferent. I don't agree with it. Just telling you. That's what I think he believes. And when he believes that, ladies and gents, you damn well better bet your bottom dollar he is going to add at this year's trade deadline. That simple. He is going to add at this year's trade deadline. And again, that is the absolute worst case. And I mean the worst case scenario for the Islanders. We are in a spot to where we are going to be not making the postseason, trading away more draft capital and draft picks, and being in a spot to where we further decimate our farm system and our process. We don't have a farm system. Yeah, you can't decimate it. That's correct. You can't decimate something that's not there. You just can't. Yep. What can you do? I mean, right now, we are 21st in the league in scoring. As far as I know, that's less than, you know, below the, the Mendoza line or whatever it is, the playoff line. And we're 29th in the league in goals against. And guess what? Our goaltending has been good this year. Our goaltending has been really good. If Honestly, if we didn't have Sorokin and even the backup um, in that, we'd be probably just as bad as San Jose with the way we play. We, they, they, we Teams just walk in on us. It almost looks like a scrimmage. It looks like an all-star game where no one plays any defense. That's what it looks like. They just walk in. 
Hope the goalie makes save. Easy zone entry. No Walk pressure it. on an opposing Walk team it. entering Walk in the zone. Yep. Unimpeded. Right into right, right into the goalie space, right into right into our defensive zone. And we just let it happen. The team, again, worst case scenario, and I mean absolute worst case scenario, and this is probably what's going to happen because it's happened each of the last few years. We're going to trade away more draft picks at this year's trade deadline for a team that is past their fucking peak. And that is the worst thing imaginable. Instead of realizing and making an alt, instead of looking at the plan and saying, hmm, maybe there's an issue with this. Maybe this plan isn't what I originally had intended it for me. Maybe, maybe we were not that good. Instead, maybe we're not that good. We're it, definitely not that good. Well, I'm just talking about him having introspection and, and kind of realizing maybe we're not that good. That's more what I mean, Grump, because that's the problem. At what, point, the, at what point does ownership just say, pull the plug, dude? It's not happening. It's not happening. How many guys seriously, realistically, are worth keeping on this team going forward? Realistically, how many guys are worth keeping who you would not consider moving at some point in time? Orzal, Dobson, Sorokin. I'm going to say Horvat too. At the right price was him because I think later on in the contract it's going to be a bad contract. If the right price was there, well, here's the thing: if you're a team transitioning, fuck it. You know the cap is not going to be that important, and he's a leader, so that'd be fine keeping him. So, but like we, we need to change up the current path. It's not a good one. Anybody saying they're happy is, a, is an idiot. Oh, like, things are great, guys. Just stay positive. Ride it out. You know, we hear that. You know, oh, maybe Trevor Zegras is available for trade. You know what? I'd give up a first-round pick for Trevor Zegras. I'd do anything I could to move Brock Nelson. Not because he's a sucky player, because he has value. Who has value? Who, honestly, how many guys have actual trade value right now? Who's your most valuable chip on this team? If you wanted to get the most back, who's the most valuable player? Noah Dobson. Absolutely Noah Dobson. Do you think about cutting Noah Dobson loose? I mean, everyone's gonna ask, everyone's gonna ask for him. Do you think that? Hey, let's let's dial up the old man, see if we can get somebody. You think they're saying, "Hey, can I trade for Anders Lee, or Palmieri, or Engvall, or uh, name anybody?" Not, I mean, like I said, how many guys are just immovable because I of think, no trade clauses or just contracts? Here's the thing: as much as I would hate that, if it would finally result. And the Islanders saying, okay, we've admitted that this team is not good enough and we're going to restructure from the ground up. If we had to trade away Dobson, unfortunately, he's a casualty to a terrible mismanagement by our general manager. And that's what you can look at that. The same way we gave up Devon Taves for two second-round picks, a guy who's been a finalist before for the Norris Trophy, a guy who's a hell of a defenseman, we gave up for two seconds. Chump change! That started the spiral. That started the spiral. Dumb trades like that. Trading young guys for virtually nothing while keeping Nick Letty. That's that's the spiral that got started. You need to get rid of the trash on this roster. I would keep Holmstrom, Gauthier, Wallstrom. Whole fourth line can go. Every single one of them. Gone. Fashing I would keep. Second line, no one I'd keep on the second line. Not one player on the second line. Horvat. Yes, Barzell, yes. Defenseman, 
I'd keep Noah Dobson and Samuel Bullduke. Everybody else can go. Here's the, here's the unfortunate thing. Because we've done we've done such a great disservice to the team's future, we're gonna have to trade away Noah Dobson. He's just gonna be a casualty of a team with no prospects and no future completely rebooting. We're gonna be trading away a guy who's gonna be one of the better slash best defensemen in the NHL for years to come. I just think I almost think we're ten years away. Or at least at least absolute minimum six. Minimum. We're more than that. Just look at all the contracts we have. Those contracts, like I said, oh, the AAV is so low. I don't care about the AAV. It's about the term. You're locked into these guys forever. Forever. I just... I can't, I, it, it's, we, it's impossible to tell you how far away we would be from being a real contender grumpy until we actually get to a spot to where our general manager acknowledges or he gets fired or steps away. He's got to get you, fired. He's got to get fired. It's not. He's not walking away. Why would he walk away from a gig like this? He gets paid a lot of money. Again, no accountability. Doesn't matter if they win or lose. He, he's the leader of the cul-de-sac crew. The absolute leader of this group. No one's had look. There's no accountability for for poor performance at all. I, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, it's just it it's terrible. We're in bad shape. We're in bad shape. And the game we're ju we're just getting blown out, blown out, annihilated. Just poor. It's hard to watch. How long before people just click? I'm not watching anymore. Can't watch it. Maybe I'll come back next year. We're not far from that. We're not far, trust me, we are not far from that point. I mean, you talk about right to race, right? The Devils today, they've come back and scored two goals here in the third period to make that a 2-2 tie against the Montreal. They're so, trying to win, right? If they win tonight, they leapfrog over us, and then we'll be in 12th we place in the on down the ladder. I mean, think about this. Look at where we currently are. Here's the thing, right? It's early yet. I'll keep saying that. It's early yet. And we're not as bad as I think the stretch that we're currently on. And we won't be as good when things run hot as we're currently being then. You're never as good as you think. You're never as bad as you think. I say that all the time, and it works the same way on the opposite. I said it when the team was flying high, and I'm saying it right now when the team is struggling. But we, I think, are an average to an above-average team. Now, here's the thing. Look at our goal differential. Grumpy loves to harp on the goal differential as being one of those huge indicators as to whether you make the postseason or not. You look at it, we've played 44 games, we've won 19 games, and we have 25 losses this season. We're a minus 20 in goal differential. I mean, we're like bottom six in the league. Those teams don't make playoffs. I, I, I tr I've tracked it the last number of years. I'm like, oh, look at this. This is all, all these teams with the green numbers over here in this plus minus. Um, they make the playoffs. All the teams that are red and the, that, that goal differential thing, none of them make the playoffs. One team in the last three, four years, one team has made the playoffs with a negative goal differential. And it wasn't one that was a minus 20. I can tell you that much. <laughs> and it's like, oh, where, I just, again, it's like, where are we going? And that's why I get angry because I We're going that. nowhere fast. There's, and that's the disappointing thing. There's no direction with this team. There's, 
right now, it's like we have no present and no future. This is almost this. This is worse than the years when Milbury was in charge because you always had the prospects to look forward to because you're always picking top five every year. It's like, yeah, maybe this guy will turn out. There was at least hope. There's no, there's not even any hope for this team. Do we think that we're just going to come off and rip off, you know, 10 or 15 straight wins? Probably not. Again, we struggle unless we're playing, you know, AHL goalies. Think about that. Unless we're playing AHL goalies, we're not beating any of these teams. I'm, and every year there's a surprise team. Is it the Flyers this year? I've asked you that. How many? How many podcasts? How many months in a row? They said, "When are we going to start entertaining the fact that the Flyers absolutely could make the postseason and they're a contender to make the postseason?" I don't think the Flyers are going to win a cup. No shot in hell. But guess what? This reminds me. This Flyers season, the Flyers hockey reminds me somewhat of when Barry Trotz took over the New York Islanders. I'm not saying the results are exactly the same. What I'm saying is when Trotz took over the Islanders, you had you went from a system to where uh, you know, they didn't really play a lot of defense. Tortorella plays a very structured style. They've had good goaltending here from both of their goalies. Now, Tortorella also had to weed out all of the toxic plants and all of the bad the bad apples in, in for Philadelphia too. So that was obviously different than it was for the Islanders. But you know, you talk about the impact that a coach can have and when he can galvanize everybody behind that common goal. And I don't think our group can do that. Wouldn't you feel better if we would have gotten rid of all the trash like I said we should have done six years ago when Trotz and Lamarillo came in? I said the, the, the fan base will accept a rebuild plan because I knew the team wasn't good enough. I knew they weren't from day one. I said they're not good enough. I said, they're just not. And of course, I was proven right. Why? Because I'm always freaking right. I knew they weren't good enough. We had a couple of years, COVID years, where we uh, got beat by Tampa in the conference finals. We were never beating Tampa, ever, ever. Never freaking ever beating Tampa. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, okay, we could have come in. We could have got rid of these guys, started a full rebuild. Oh, no, he's too old. The guy's here for six years. He could have already the rebuild could be over, and we could we could be the Flyers now, or better, or the Hurricanes. Instead, we're Columbus. You want to know it's Columbusville? Columbus. You know it's crazy. Oh, go ahead, Grumpy. I'm sorry. Okay, who would you rather be two years, two three years from now, Columbus or the Islanders? Columbus. Absolutely. They're they're a team with young players, and I don't know if Columbus is going to be any good. They're terrible now, but you want to know what? They're building towards something. What are we building towards? Really? They're only minus 31 on the goal differential there, Grumpy. Now, here's the crazy thing for me that I was just looking at. I didn't realize until I was looking at now. The Islanders have allowed 150 fucking goals so far this year. 29th most in the league. I'm Yeah, 20, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, fourth most in the league. Fourth most in the league. That's that's the second most, and I, I'm not sure what goals per game are, right? I'm just looking at the amount of goals conceded, so don't try to go ahead and throw me against the stake or anything. 150 goals, that is the second most allowed goals in the Eastern Conference so far this year. That's more goals than any other team in the Atlantic Division has allowed. You know, you got a few that are close, like the Lightning are one behind. 
Canadians, right? Well, they've given up two tonight. So technically the Canadians have allowed more goals than we have. So I guess that's the third most goals allowed in the Eastern Conference. But it's like, yikes, man. Ugh. Things are bad. Things are bad. I mean, it's that simple. Things are bad. And I don't think we're this bad. But the problem oh, we're gonna absolutely problem, we are. The problem we're gonna run the problem we're gonna run into is the mad, the old mad hatter will believe this team is good enough to win, and he will trade away future draft picks and future assets again. And we'll be further digging ourselves into this endless pit. And eventually somebody's gonna have to look down and say, Holy shit, we're gonna have to climb up out of this thing. And that's where it's like, oh, man, the Islanders aren't even, hey, don't bother worth watching the Islanders this season. You know, we've got a good kid down there in Bridgeport that might be able to come up maybe some year. Yeah, we drafted some kid, and that's going to be playing in the WHL. Yeah, he'll be fun to watch. Be, uh, just be, it'll just be utter chaos. Is there anyone in our farm system worth watching? Right now, no. Maybe you should cough, right? Maybe? Sure, maybe. Okay. They've never given him a shot. They haven't yet. I don't think they will. He never will. Never. Never. Never freaking ever. Yeah. Well, how does a guy like that not even get a chance? Good question. You, you're re-signing a, a peering ball. 14 points. 44 games. Well, no. 42 points. He's been benched a couple times. Deservedly so. 14 points. This is, this is what he's always been. Why do I not rip on him? Because he is what he, he is exactly what he's always been it's the it's the laminites thinking or the narrative being pissed pushed by certain laminites the lead laminites oh he's definitely a second line player i'm like he's 28 years old he's never been anything more than a third line player and somehow you think he's a second line player because he showed out over an 18 game stretch against bad competition at the end of last year in a contract year Boy, that doesn't – that smells, doesn't it? How many times do we have to sign guys coming off career years like that's what they've always been? I mean, over and over and over again. Yeah. How does Kyle Palmieri get a five-year – get a four-year – four or five-year contract? Does it even matter? He's never scored more than 33 points for the Islanders. I bet he, I bet he won't score 33 points this year either. If he stays healthy, I think he will. Oh, well, like I said, I bet he won't score 33 points this year either. When was the last time he even put a point on the board? What's he got, 21 he points? He scored recently, Grumpy. Come on. I don't. He's got 21 points. I don't think he scored in forever. I'm, I mean, that, that second line's a scoring line, supposedly. It's supposed to be a scoring line in the NHL. That it's, is a turnover, it's a turnover line. They will occasionally get the puck in the zone. But how many guys go into the corners? Not too many guys on this team. Now, the one thing I will mention, too, because we're going to get to our ad read here in a bit. The one thing I've noticed is, man, oh, man, does Lane look completely desperate? He knows. He knows. It's and he, he looks. I mean, look at the line combinations he's throwing out there. He's throwing out anything and every. He here. Here's the one thing I will give Lane credit for. The team has tuned him out. But that that motherfucker is not done trying yet. He yep. is not giving up on that team. He's not giving up on the guys in that room, despite them giving up on him. And that's pathetic. It speaks to the character of the men in that room more than it does Lane. He's not the problem. He's not. He's not the problem. Just because like Trotz wasn't the problem. We could okay. verifiably say Trotz was not the problem as well. Ten games ago, 
they had what the most percentage of points in the NHL over a 23 game period, 22 game period. Okay. What the, so what do you do? Fire that guy? It's it's the guys on the team. Eventually, I know it's easier to fire one guy as opposed to 23 or however many, but at some point in time, you just you know what? Just bite the bullet. Say, you know what, this is not working. Cut bait, do whatever you got to do. I don't know whatever the Flyers did. They're like I said, they're a young team. They have a good goaltender. They're not talented, but you know what? Their coach has got them playing. This team needs a bare knuckle call the players out to the press guy. They needed Tortorella. You watch how many of the guys quit then. That trade me. I don't, you know, I have a no trade clause. Get me out of here. I don't want to play for a tyrant like that. That'll tell you a lot. Yep. It'll tell you who wants to be part of the solution, not part of the You want to wouldn't quit? Matt Barzell wouldn't quit. No adoption wouldn't quit. Bo Horvat wouldn't quit. You want to know who would quit? The right the regular cast and crew from the cul-de-sac. Average. First thing, you're stripped of the sea. You'll just be a healthy scratch or play fourth line minutes because you're not good enough. Simon Holmstrom, if I see you goal hanging one time, I'm gonna hit you in the back of the head with a puck every time you skate by the best. <laughs> Again, you see him trying it. Team's wised up to it now. You notice how his scoring's dried up? Just totally dried up. Because guess what? They're like, oh. Yeah, this this guy over here never does anything. He sneaks by and he can actually put the puck in the net if it's like if he's like uh, four on zero, he can put one into the net. They know it now. They get back all his all of his chances have dried up. See him in the offensive zone, the liability in the offensive zone. Again, you never see him go near a puck in the corner. Just won't do it. Just won't do it. You need a guy like that on your team. I love the people as well that are making up the same. This team was worse off last year and they made the postseason. That line of shit. Oh, yeah, again, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll I'll take your money too. I'll bet you we don't make playoffs. I'll bring it. Bring the money. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, by the way, my fantasy hockey pool. You mean your fantasy football pool, Grump? Fantasy football pool. Yeah, that's right. Those are Benjamins, baby. Yeah, they're not. Grumpy. They absolutely are. You saw one Benjamin and then a whole bunch of – what did you see, Grumpy? Let's see that. You saw one Benjamin and a whole bunch of 20s underneath, Grumpy. You didn't do a good job concealing that, Grump. You saw two. Yeah, You've already fucked it, Grumpy. You've already messed it up, buddy. Yeah, you can put it down. Congratulations. You and your fucking fantasy. Nobody gives a shit about you and your fantasy. Anyway, I care about it. I care about it. I hate your fantasy. I root for your fantasy to have poor years so I don't have to hear about you and your fantasy. Maybe that's because all your teams suck. Mine win, yours lose. Yeah, cute. Um, I, I will say this here, Grump. Um, but yes, the fans who are like, oh man, things are worse last year. I just I just can't help but laugh. I, I, in all seriousness, too, the league, right? I think our team, what have we done since last year, right? We had that, oh man, look how many, right? Look at how many injuries. It's not like you could say, oh man, this team is banged up beyond all belief. This team can't win because of all the injuries. What injuries do we have? Right? We're missing Pulak and Sezikis. We're missing a fourth line, a fourth line center, our backup goalie. Backup. And and in our in our in our second pairing defenseman. One second pairing defenseman. Hey, that team Minnesota who just ran us off the ice was missing Johannes Brodeen. I think he was still not playing. They're missing 
Jared Spurgeon. They just got back Krill Kaprizov. They're missing guys left and right. They're missing Gustafson. Gustafson's second game back. You just look like injuries happen around the league, and our team has been relatively healthy this season. That's the thing that blows me away. It's like, yeah. Guess what? Every team has injuries. Winnipeg, Kyle Conrout, Mark Shifley out, um, Neil Pionk was out. They've they've had a lot of guys out too. Uh, Velarde was out. They've had a lot of guys out. I, I just like teams have injuries. Like I said, I haven't played fantasy hockey in forever. And you know what? It's like, holy shit, look at all these teams. Florida. Florida was missing Ekblad and Montour, their two best defensemen, till December, the middle of December. Think about that. They're back all of a sudden. Shit, they look like the best team in the East again. Think about it. The Rangers, number one team in the division. Adam Fox has spent time on the IR this year. They've missed the entire season with Filipino, right? Hey, second line guy, Filipino, right? He's been out almost the entire season. A lot of teams deal with players that are impactful players that go out with injury. And I'm like, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm going to be curious as to what the excuse train is. The excuses that I've been seeing a lot are, oh, it's because a really bad coach, man. He just makes so many dumb decisions. And if he just had somebody else who could better manage the game, we'd be back to winning all the time again. That's it. It's just our bad coach. Again. This is the third coach these guys have played on and quit on. Third coach in a row. Eventually, you know what? Bo no, Horvat. Many more times you can quit. Bo Horvat hasn't been here long enough because he'll learn how to answer that question. He'll answer like captain, captain below average. Hey, I just felt like we couldn't really play our game, but everything else we thought we did really well at our game is still fantastic. They just did a really good job of preventing us from getting to our game. You know what it is? We're just not talented enough. I've been saying it for years. Just not good enough. Let's get to the ad read. All righty, Grumpy. Let me pull that up, buddy, because I don't always have that pulled up when you just determine to do that. I had it pulled up already. Yeah, I do, Grump, I do that, and you do what you do, buddy. Um, what are you watching over there, Grumpy? What what games are on right now? Absolutely nothing. I'm looking to see why X stopped uh, highlighting comments. Typical X. All righty. Today's, today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet $5 here and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So you can go ahead and you can add, you know, you've heard us talk about like the same game parlays. You could say, hey, I'm expecting Ilya Sorokin have a shutout. I'm expecting to see Anders Lee score. Man, you could have said I'm expecting to see Anders Lee score two goals yesterday and you would come out, you know, sitting like a pig and shit. But you can add a whole bunch of those same game parlays for an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with the promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NHL and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code THPN. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net and you are call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. And Connecticut help is available. Uh, if you have a gambling problem, if you call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, you must be 21 years or older, but age varies by jurisdiction. It's void in Ontario. 
Uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility terms, um, deposit restrictions, uh, res- and responsible gambling resources. Oh, okay. Um, your, your, mic, your mic is like scratching every time you're not speaking into it. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, maybe maybe you should unplug it and plug it back in. Try maybe that. Maybe I'll just go up the computer mic. Fuck. As long as I don't have to hear anything in the background, try off your computer mic. Let's see how that would go. Try that, Grumpy. Hello? Hold on. <laughs> no. Do you, are you hold on, Grumpy? Are you sitting right underneath where you have like like warm air blowing on you or something? Right over there. It's That's it's not problem. like okay okay no it's not the problem because no guess this what? sounds worse plug the mic up back please I like man. this plug the mic. I like this one. plug the mic back in Mike please go back in Grumpy please put the mic back in you know I'm just looking at something the Devils game is on in the background oh so we're watching the Devils game today gotcha put that fucking microphone back in Grumpy you know they, it was a commercial okay it was a commercial and I thought it was interesting because. You know, they have a girl who does the uh, the Devil's Game. She's like, whatever, like the Shannon Hogan. Um, and she's peddling products, um, some type of facial cream. I mean, she's a she's a pretty girl. So she's, she's peddling a product, and it's called Official Skin Care of the Devils. And her name is Erica something. And she's out there, genucell.com devils, official skin care of the, of the devils. And they show her putting stuff on and how, you know, there's no puffiness under her eyes or stuff like that. What type of products do you think Shannon and the group could sell for the Islanders? Well, uh, as you're doing that, I'll answer. I'll give you Butch Goring. Uh, with all the diaper talk going around from him and Paul Bichonette, perhaps diapers or something like that as a joke. I do like the pot van socks concept. I've always been a big fan of that. So maybe pot van socks, Grumpy. So um, we have. So hold on. So we would have. So now j- I'm joking around with the underwear. The devils, the devils have a girl who sells skincare products. I don't think anybody's skin, selling skincare products. And on our we're, and we're gonna have our people sell socks and and uh, diapers. I Is do like correct? socks. The the diapers was a joke, obviously, but I do like I do like the socks. I like the I always like the pot fin socks. Um, you know, just because it reminds me, uh, or I guess could be a better day, better days of yesteryear for the Islanders. Group. Is Shannon getting too comfortable in her spot? No, stop. Anyway, I'm just, I mean, I'm just saying blow everybody out. Just start the whole, the whole thing over. Start well, it. Like, like like, I do love Butchie, but man, I tell you, I, I, we've, we've mentioned this last telecast or last broadcast or podcast. Do not be engaging with people who do not have a following random Twitter people. Do not be engaging with them on social media. It's not a good look. I don't need you to start saying which one of your six followers actually listened to you. That's just, it's not a good look for you, Butchie. You're better than that. Don't engage in that type of stuff. It's, so. it's, it's not even that it's a bad look. It's like it's a no, it's no win for you. You can't Correct. win. You can't win. You stoop down that level. Nothing good happens. Joseph C. says here, Phil's facts. Tears on Twitter are so enjoyable. Tears tears on twitter oh i'm sorry tears on twitter are so enjoyable because he goes crazy you know it's why he's irrational 
Let him get a slide rule out and look at another team if he wants to be the team to be successful. Oh man, oh man, I tell you, I are you sure he didn't mean to say tears? I don't know. Was he crying? I don't think he was crying. I assume he's talking about the tears. How could tears be enjoyed? Goes on a tear, like he goes on a tear and rips rips everybody. You know. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe I like tears better. I Here like he the tears talks fire lane, then references the oil oil is firing their coach and going on a winning streak, like they don't. Uh, have, have five guys, guys or even a point a game. Like got five guys on the yes, oil. Uh, okay, I could, yeah, yeah, they don't. I'll, I'll clarify, right? Five guys at least at, with more than a point a game average. Yeah, they've got multiple Hall of Famers on that team, future Hall of Famers, first ballot Hall of Famers. We have zero of those. The thing that was holding the Oilers back absolutely was no defense and no defensive structure. It's not like, oh man, we have to worry about the star power. We have to. Worry. They have so much offense. If they just even played a, a modicum more of defense, they'd be in a spot where they were competing for a cup. And if they had better goaltending, they'd be a team that competes for a cup because they have the most skilled playmaker in all of hockey. Leon Drysaddle is not far behind. And you just look at the look at the laundry list of top tier players they have. Offensive firepower. They just don't have any defense. So, yeah, yeah, we're not comparable to the Oilers. A new coach would get us a bump, right? I think that Lane will probably be fired this year. Let me ask you this, Grumpy: Do you think Lane's going to be fired this year? I think you'll find out coming up right here. I think you're going to find out. I think it's going to be you'll find out. You can't lose to Chicago. I think he could even get fired potentially if they lose two of three. But would you really expect – I mean, I would expect them to lose two of three. So, I, like I said, it's, it's problematic. I think even if they go one and two, I think he still may be fired. I think he's really close to teetering to being fired. I do and believe. I just, I just want to say one thing about Edmonton. Bouchard has really stepped up defensively and Matthias Ekholm has been really good for them, and Skinner has kind of righted his game also. I think that's that's the biggest thing is they're able to play a little bit of defense. Yeah. They've played hey, – here's the thing. Think about that. They've won 11 games in a row. The Edmonton Oilers have been surrendering less goals per game than the Islanders this season. Think about that. Oh, man, Edmonton, they got such shitty goalies. This, that, Edmonton has surrendered less goals per game on average than the Islanders. True. True. Grumpy, Freedom Fun Adventure. Grumpy, you seem like you were a cool guy, still are, back in the day. How did you end up with two video game playing nerds for sons? I don't play video games, but I know X definitely does. So X, X does. He was worse than TJ. That's much worse. Um, Freedom Fun Adventure says, paging Dr. Page, please wake up TJ from his fifth nap of the day. That's it. Goon says here, which hockey stick gave you a better slap shot back in the day? Kuhu or Titan? Who? Kuhu? Kuhu, Grump. Koho, whatever the hell it is. Let Grump me read the doesn't exist anymore. Less, less embarrassment for you if you let me read Kuhu. Kuhu. Kuhu, baby. I expect to see a lot oh. of comments on Kuhu. It's Koho, not Kuhu. Oh, Kuhu, baby. Woo! Ric Flair, Grumpy. Okay. Go ahead. It was co-hosts. Those were, those were the sticks with co-hosts. Always co-hosts. So, to answer the question, co-hosts better? Co-hosts. Co it was co-hosts. Co-hosts. That answer is co correct. You go, Grumpy. 
Here you go. Matthew has said, good evening, gentlemen. This team is sinking fast. Now, here's the thing. I think we'll win a few games. And, and let's say we win all three games before the trade. We're, we're not, we're, okay. Ball. We're not beating Dallas. And we're not. We're absolutely not going to be Dallas. I think, I think Rich so. Rosencrantz is going to be uh, dancing. Around. I don't know if that's a home game for the Islanders or a road game. If it's a road game, we know he's going to be dancing around there with a sign that says the stars suck. That'll get some booze. And he's going to go without a shirt. That's going to be ugly, an ugly proposition. No, Grumpy. He'll be he'll be dancing. He'll be he'll be garning. He'll be he'll be creating a whole bunch of new Islander fans. Frank K says, here comes the cup. Kyle McLean to the rescue. This organization is a joke. Trouble. Trouble. Good evening, gentlemen, says Angelo. What's up, Angelo? Here. I was living at the viewing party on Saturday at the end of the game, says Matthew S. Yeah. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Bad loss. He writes a bad team. To a bad team. He says, Lou must go. Call up Ishikov ASAP. Yep. That'd be nice here. Frank says, hey, TJ and Grumpy. Hello, Mr. Best Audience Ever. What's up? How are you, Frank? Um, Goongoon says here, supposedly, Palmieri's quote after last night's game was, shit happens. Oh, my God. Would the people's champion have offered such a quote after a loss? That's or Al Arbor. Nope. Or even what about Sun X after backing up Grumpy's toilet? Oh, well. Did he really just say shit happens? No, that can't be it, can it? I don't know, but. I need somebody that, to send me that. That's just as bad as Anderson's as comment. And it just shows how tone deaf the players in this organization are. Just tone deaf. Don't get it. Don't get it. Oh, man. They're, they're, just don't get it. Oh, we got tagged in something. I'm assuming it has to do with the Islanders, and I'm sure we're going to have our favorite Paul Bichonette making an appearance. I'm going to speak very, very kindly to the Islanders. Let's take a look here. The thing All is right. going in and out again. Very, very quickly, even one word. What do you think of these teams this season? Chicago, complete lottery build. Done. Trash. San Jose, trash. trash. Lottery. Anaheim, lottery. Uh, good start. Columbus, uh, meh. Mid. seven lotteries. Very mid. Ottawa, trash. brutal. Lottery. Montreal. Brutes. Lot of fire. Minnesota. Ugh. Trash. They started out like shit. They got it. They fired the coach, got a winning streak, and now they're laying another egg. Want to know why I listed those teams? Oh, some some stupid stat. Uh-oh. I don't know. Those are the only teams with less regulation wins than the Toronto Maple Leafs. This team is so average. Biz- you know what? I'm going to say it's, it's a good team. It's not even remotely close to a great Stanley Cup contending team. I don't give a shit how good those four players are. They have zero, zero chance of winning the Stanley Cup. And you know it too, buddy. And I love you with all my heart. You're one of my best friends. But deep down, you know it. And I think Leafs fans know it too. And the problem with this team is like, if those big guys aren't humming, they got no chance. They got no chance whatsoever. And they can beat some bad teams, and, like, those guys can have their three-point nights. But, buddy, they play a legit NHL team, a Stanley Cup contender. They play Colorado. <laughs> Smell you later, Toronto. Or when they played the New York Islanders. Smell you later, Toronto, as well. For whatever reason, the Islanders, and we mentioned this, I think, last show, the Islanders always play extremely hard, and they get up to play Toronto. Yep. I just wish they played the same way every game like they were playing Toronto. John Tavares left. We're going to play hard again. We're going to show him. <laughs> it's the same thing that drove this, this petulant group of children 
to, to put forward effort that first season. That was the best season under Trotz, I think. Or maybe it was the second year under Trotz was the best no, season. it was the first year. Was it the first year? Mm-hmm. It was the best year, driven by anger and revenge. Ever since then, it's been downhill. Anger and revenge can only drive you so long. Eventually, you have to start just taking pride and digging from the heart instead of using ulterior motives. You've got to be disciplined. It's not just like, what can I get to motivate me for the now? It's got to be disciplined. It's got to be consistent, and they don't have that. Nope. Um, JP Grumpy. Gentlemen, Papa Shango has abducted me and used mind control and voodoo to take over my brain. You know who Papa Shango is? No idea. I figured you're going to have to explain that to me. Uh, do you ever, you know who the Godfather was? Yes. Um, um, okay, the Godfather in wrestling. He was also Papa Shango. Was no, I did not know there was a Godfather in wrestling. You said, do you yeah, know the, the Godfather? Is, you say, Pippin' Hoes nationwide. They come out with all these little, his hoes. Go on the ho train. They get some local talent to dress in skimpy outfits. And Grumpy, yeah. let me ask you this. Yeah, Next well. episode, can you flip to the other seat so I don't have to hear the fan over all the time on your mic? The fan is over the other seat, Hammerhead. Oh, flip it up to the other seat. I, I know. It's not even going right now. Why the hell am I hearing shitty reverb? I don't know. It's mic? probably something you're doing on your end. Okay. But he says, number two, JP says, he tells me to root for Colorado, the Colorado Avalanche and worship their ball arena. I love jars. Whatever oh. that means. Uh, JP, though, he's saying pull for the avalanche. I tell you, you could be a lot happier come the end of the season if you're pulling for the avalanche than the Islanders. Good news for the Islanders tonight. Devils lose in regulation. So the Islanders are still in 11th place in the conference with two games, uh, two extra games played on the over the Devils. Wow. Wow. The Devils lost in regular. My God. Their goalie gave up three goals on 25 shots. <laughs> and they totally died. I mean, uh, Montreal's goalie was. They had a couple of bounces, a little puck luck. I don't know if you noticed that the last night's game, Shannon was doing a dance trying to get the hockey gods to reward the Islanders. She actually looked like um, Bobby Boucher's mother dancing around in the water boy. Okay. Continue. Then, they showed, then they showed a picture of Butch dancing and A.J. Malesko dancing, which was not much of a dance. Okay, Grumpy. Next comment, please. Frank from Empire State says, I always forget X-Man is lurking in the shadow. Sorry, X. Hello, buddy. You knew that was going to get put up. Mario right. says, fans are blaming Aho for the turnover, but if you look at that play carefully, it seems like Aho was trying to make a pass to a forward, but the forward was not paying attention to who had the puck. Oh, I tell you, it's... We were just my God, Grumpy. I got to mute you in between. I'm talking. It's you know when we're talking, when we're looking here, Grumpy. It's your thing, not mine. It's your thing. I'm listening to you. I mute you, Grumpy. I, it sounds perfect. It sounds perfect. Ridiculous. Here you go. Matthew S says here, it would have been eight and zero without Sorokin on Monday. Ten. Minutes. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And Mario also says here or. Where the puck was because um he was off to the races um that forward was simon holmstrom hanging around the blue line just like the grumpy old man said it's the truth just watch all you gotta do is watch you know what i don't you don't need analytics absolutely don't need analytics just watch watch with your eyes open your eyes analytics geeks open them up the kids are freaking hammerhead no good gungu says there was a point is this which, no yeah here it goes she was doing her little dance then they showed 
Oh yes, there it is. That's yeah. There it is. Okay. And Continue. Then, then, they, then they showed Butch doing his dance. Actually, Butch looked the best of three of them, to be honest with you. Hickey's probably going, man, I used to play for the Kings. I wish I'd played for more organizations I could work here for. That's Google said there was a point with the Jets this past season that they were averaging at least one freakish occurrence per game. The Islanders have picked up the slack. Broken stick goals, broken blade goals, etc. You know what? The Islanders have been mighty lucky this year. Earlier in the year, when they were getting points, that I told you that stuff turns around eventually and evens out. This team is a sub five hundred team at the end of the day. I think they're around average. They're below average. Mario Vargas. Some of us here know of one particular fan who is always happy, who thinks Lamarillo is a genius, and everybody on the team is a potential Hall of Famer. I is that feels facts. I Who's about Bill there? Who is that? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, He's not the only one. Matthew said lost ten straight against Nashville and six straight against Minnesota. The funny thing is, we had won like six or seven straight against Winnipeg, and we broke that one. Unfortunately, Nick mm-hmm. e. Grumpy, Grumpy, and TJ, how are you guys doing tonight? Do you think that there's a split between the Country Club crew, crew and I guess the Barzell crew? I think there could be. Maybe. I think, and his Horvat's on the Barzell crew. That's for certain. Gungun says here, how are the countless penalties and last-second losses not a reflection of the coach? Also, no accountability by not only Lane, but by the Islanders captain. I beg Dog Z. I bet. He said bet. I bet Dog Z follows instructions better. Directions better. Dog Z does not follow any instructions or directions. The only time he will sit if he knows there's food to be eaten. If you tell him, oh, he'll knock Grumpy down in the street. That's what he can't do. Yeah, he's he's reckless. He's reckless. <laughs> Nick D, Grumpy. The vets are lazy. It's oh, time to Let's answer the question first. How could it not be a reflection on the coach late-game losses and collapses? Um, Go ahead. I, I, You know, here's the thing. The team, I think, would maybe close out games better if – if Lane Lambert was not the coach, perhaps. I don't think we'd be scoring as many goals. And here's the issue that we run across. I don't think this team can play the trot style of hockey for 82 games in regular season, including the postseason. If it was that simple, we'd be doing that. Because last year we made a concerted effort to change that at the deadline. And you saw, wow, we're winning a lot more games. Things are looking a lot better. It's because we changed the style and system we were playing and we went back to the snail mail hockey that, Oh, hockey fans love oh so much. But here's the thing. We can't do that over an 82-game regular season. The wheels would fall off this aged veteran group. So I don't. I think they're trying to do the best they can to run the modified trot system. Hey, we don't play playoff hockey until the tail end of the year, and then we try to ratchet things up and get ready for our playoff style. I don't think they could do that 82 games for playoffs. But go ahead, Grum. Um, that's fine. I'll go with that. That's fine. Uh, watching TV again, no, dude. If you give, if you get a five minute answer, I'm not gonna. I'll just let you go with it. Nick D says the vets are lazy. It working right, Grumpy. I'm gonna murder you. Murder. The vets, the vets are lazy. It's time to shake up the team. Trade Anders and retain half a salary, but that's too smart for Lou. <sighs> yeah, that uh, I'd be fine freeing up a spot. I'd be fine with Lee sitting. I mean, like I. I know he scored two goals yesterday. We need a serious change in the culture of the team. 
Absolutely. That's the problem. We just have a laissez-faire country club mentality. You're never going to win a cup like that because everybody's just happy and satisfied just coming in, cashing their checks, putting forward a good effort. Hey, we made the playoffs. I can't tell you how many of these loser fans online are like, hey, man, you know, last year was a success. I had somebody tell me on social media that last year was a success as a season. Really? Because you, you squeaked in the playoffs and lost to a team that's missing three of their top six forwards and playing a backup goalie? Because as soon as their starting goalie came in, you got shut out. That game would have been over. In, that, that series would have been over in three games. Dallas was like, forget it. We can't score. Antti Ranta was absolutely horrid. And for his, oh, the second line was so good. Goals right through his body. Brock, every Brock Nelson goal and PR right through his body. He sucked. Freddie Anderson comes in, freaking goose egg. I do love this. I do love the people like, we're one point out of a playoff spot, you loser brain free. I, I love these, the fans, the fans, these fans, Grumpy. They will do anything they can to feel like. I'll take the bet. Hope. And I'll, I'll take the bet. We don't make playoffs. I'll take your money. No problem. I bring it on. We don't make playoffs. Hammerhead. Here's the thing. Like, when you look at it, too, you look at the teams that are in the way. There's a lot of teams that are in the way. And you got people bookmarking this. So they get this is probably a Phil's bookmark over here to say, ooh, if we make the postseason, I'll retweet at the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. This team, look how many teams are ahead of us as well. It's a tough competitive, right. tough competitive division and conference. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. We didn't even throw in the other division. Yeah, I know. I know. Trust me. I mean, like I said, and the Devils, they still have two games in hand. I mean, look at everybody. Everybody's got games in hand on us. They're ahead of us in the schedule, and they have games in hand. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, whatever. And everything's a snapshot, Hammerheads. That's all I'm going to say. Everything's a snapshot, right? For the people who don't want – it's a snapshot. As of right now, this is exactly what it is. Your record is what it says you are. Yep. We've lost three in a row. We're three, six, and one over the last ten. We're That's minus three one. and seven. We're minus 20. That's minus the biggest 20. thing. Minus 20. Minus, minus 20. fucking 20. We've got minus. 19 wins. We have, think about this, the only team in our division we have won more games than is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. We are exactly where we belong right now. We don't win games. Oh, look at this. We've got 10 loser points. We've this got more be, loser points than anybody in the division. This might actually be generous to where we come in the division at the end of the year. Maybe we should bookmark this too. Uh, okay, Grumpy, let me bookmark that one real quick for us. There we go. I'm kidding. I'll always, well, you know what? I'm going to bookmark it just so I don't forget it. That sounds actually good. All righty. I'll bookmark it too. Maybe I'll be my, maybe I'll be wrong. Nick D, Grumpy. I've had it with the Islanders fans saying fire lane. He's part of the problem. The real problem is Lou Lamarillo. Fire Lou Lamarillo immediately. Absolutely. What coach, unless it's Joel Quinville, can come in and his, he can't even say this. I mean, if Joel Quinville came in and put him in charge of everything, I'm fine with that. I mean, first thing he'd do is get rid of a lot of the trash on this roster. He wouldn't take this job. He wouldn't. Take, no one's taking this job. Oh, yeah. I couldn't say no one. I'm sure they could find someone. Somebody. Like those guys who are on street corners, will coach for food, will GM for food. One of those guys would come in for sure. Oh, gosh. Here you go, Grumpy. Nick D. Let's have a bet, TJ. If Chicago wins, you have a call-in show on Saturday. I don't just win as a regular show. What do you say, guys? Well, if Chicago wins, it probably will be a call-in show. 
let people vent. We're not losing. I I cannot imagine. This is the game the team will get up for, for certain. Yes, I agree. There's no way we lose to Chicago. Oh, shit. I did it again. <laughs> I said that against Nashville, too. <laughs> I hope that so like I, I I would find it almost near impossible that we lose to Chicago. They're playing without Connor Bedard. I, I I expect that to almost look like the Sharks out there on the ice. We lost to the Sharks. We beat and we were all, we were up by three goals in the third period. We lost to the Sharks in regulation. A big Islanders fan, Grumpy. This team could lose all three before the All Star game. It was time to start the rebuild after Trotz left. It was time to start the rebuild as soon as Trotz got here. That was the time to do the rebuild. <sighs> but what have we done? We just re-sign everybody back. Just sign them again. Bring them back. Bring the band back. Jeff says, I'm retiring in 12 and a half years. I will definitely be retired before we win a cup. Well, that's for certain. I, I, I hope I live long enough for us to win a cup. I don't think I will. Probably not. Grumpy, I'm afraid not, buddy. I'm afraid not, man. You've seen your last cup. That was back in 84. Yeah. JP says here, fire Lou Lamarillo already. I agree. Uh, happy Wednesday, says Storm oh, Chase Mike. Storm TJ Chase Grumpy. Mike, we, don't, we haven't seen him in a while. Um, I will say that we will lose against Chicago. Other than I hope you guys are doing well tonight. Do I don't. Good? I cannot. We're not losing to Chicago. I'd be shocked. If we lost to Chicago, yikes. Joseph C., grumpy old man. I don't know what teams are thinking giving long-term deals to bottom six forwards. I hated it when the Rangers signed Goudreau for six years. It makes no sense. Signing any any ham and egg or two, anything more than a three-year deal is a mistake. Anyone who plays on the third line or fourth line or the bottom pairing defense or as a backup goalie, three-year deal. That's it. And, oh, how old are you? You're 30? Don't let the door hit you on the in the ass on the way out. I think Phil maybe had time tonight. I just missed his text message before we started. We could have had him on. Damn, we've got to get Phil and his co-host David on. They, I can't. You know what? So there's someone else for me to bury now on a regular basis. Two laminites, Grumpy. Two on two, Grump. Wouldn't that be fun? Okay, I'll take their bets. <laughs> Go ahead, Dave. What's his name? David. Oh man. What's his, uh, yeah. What's his partner's name? David. Yeah, David. I'll, I'll get him off of Twitter too. Oh, is that? I don't think people are so it's so freely willing to throw around their Twitter account. Phil, Phil did. I was shocked about that. I still am. He'll back out. He'll find some way to weasel out of it. No, I don't know about that. He's a I weasel. Think, I let me tell you something. I found some things out about Phil. He's absolutely a weasel. He's a man of his word. He's a He's man a of his word. He's a weasel. Aria Vargas Grump. Lee takes a penalty seven seconds into a double minor, and he was right back out on the power play after serving his two minutes. I don't understand it. You talk about, yep, you talk about accountability. There is none. That's too much faith. Too much faith in those losers. Alex has. Grumpy never got to answer your question about when I met Horvat in Nashville. Me and my fiance, fiance my, me and my fiance, me and my fiance, Ran into him outside of the Bridgestone Arena. He was walking back to his hotel. Real good guy to meet in person. You guys would like him. To a man, hockey players are the best athletes, and the Islander guys are phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. The only guy who was a little bit of a jerk back in the day was Tim Conley. The only guy. 
everybody else super, super nice. Things didn't turn out for Tim the way he thought his career would, did he? No. He had a little, he was a little, he, he thought his shit didn't stink. You're going to be free to Fun Adventure says, I was absolutely disgusted by the Islanders players, minus Horvat and guys on the ice going to the locker room before the game ended. If that doesn't show Islanders have a character problem and have for years, nothing does. Absolutely. That's a, that's a horrible look. Horrible. Yep. Goon Goon Grump. Any chance the Islanders can hire Kurt Russell as their next coach, playing the role of Herb Brooks the entire time? Probably not. He's quite a bit older now. Unfortunately not. Adam P. Grump. Hey, guys, I love your show as usual. I say a lot of the things you do, but you have have the media to broadcast that message. But you have the media. Oh, okay. Yes, we do have the podcast. Yeah. Um, Fruit and Fun Adventure says here, uh, if your meals have sucked for years, then you change ingredients. Trotz was successful. Lambert was thought to be a top assistant coach in the game. His core group will destroy – this core group will destroy any coach. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they just the, – the, but the biggest mistake was re-signing them all. They were losers when they started. They're losers now. They've always been losers. They're losers. Losers. Adam P. Grumpy. I call out the press corps on Twitter. Gross gets pissed at my tweets when I call him out for not pressing on Lou, et cetera, even the new guys who I like. Yeah, I tell you, it's – you know, it's – They've always got to skate that fine line where they don't get fired. The beat riders are nothing but shills for the team. That's what they are. They used to be journalists. They used to question what teams do. Not anymore. They just cover for them. They run cover for them. Goongoon says, this piss-poor attitude from Islander players has been going on for decades. Remember how the players supposedly got Peter LaViolette fired way back when, and he promptly won a cup elsewhere? I don't know if they got him fired, but I know he was fired and turned out to be a really good coach. Yep. Yep. Adam P. Grump. Oh, yeah. Zeke blaming the fans. I forgot all about that. The managers and owners should apologize. Absolutely. They didn't. They didn't. Even the lead Lamanite thought that he should have been benched and apologized, but they nothing. Nothing. Doesn't matter. We don't care. We don't give a shit about you fans. It's your fault we're losing. Boy, talk about fake news. I like this. I'm not sure whose handle this is, uh, but they say, I have a new tag for Lane Lambert Islander fans. Lanatics. Lanatics. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. No, it's, like no, it. it's, it's Laniacs. Laniacs. There's no freaking T in there. There's not one T in there. I'm at. Look at this guy. <laughs> I like I like Lanatics better. Like, like, guess, and guess what stick? What Guess what stick he used to use? He used to use a Kuhu. I use my kuhus was my favorite mistake. Again, again, let me read the comments, okay? Uh, Brett W. Grumpy. Um, oh, well, is that Bernie Williams swinging about for the end? That is Bernie Williams. Um, that was something it's early on. Bernie earrings. That was something early on. Lou said he wanted to change the culture. Didn't change for long it, because you got the same guys there. That's the problem. Got to like, get rid of the guys. That's what Tortorella did with the Flyers. They, I mean, it was a malaise that had taken over that organization. What was the first thing he did? Got rid of yeah, – go, 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 go. Adam P. Grumpy is about to say it. Cul-de-sac club. I want a T-shirt. Come on. Never say die. Make it. I mean, cul-de-sac, right? That's what I keep on saying. The cul-de-sac, baby. TJ doesn't want to do it. Doesn't want to do it. The freedom fund adventure. Who wrote the intro? The Warden? Magnificent Sun X? Shake my hand. 
Oh, the magnificent sun X there. Frank, grumpy. I think we could have won yesterday. Sorokin's freaking skate blade coming off the first time I've ever heard of that. No, Frank. No. Absolutely not. Weren't beating them. Adam P. said, Malkin's a real estate mogul. The owners don't know anything about hockey operations. I will say this until I'm blue in the face. They will sell the team um, when the mall is done. Maybe. They might. They might. I've mentioned that before, right? People are so fixated, and I always ask them this, and I never get a response. If they're here for the long haul, why are they so fixated on a short-term profit if they're planning on being owners of the team for 20-plus years? Unless they want a short-term profit than to sell the club. That's the only thing that makes sense financially and business-wise, so maybe somebody else can explain it to me like I'm a child. I have a question, though. Sure. Is building malls the big money makers they used to be? I don't think so. It's the fucking real estate in New York? Are you kidding me? But, I mean, to put a, to build yes. a mall there, yes. I mean, yes. going out of business. Yes. Aren't yes. malls going out of business? Yes, they've got grumpy. Yes, 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 Why yes. Getting bought online now. Ah, Guru says instead of you ask me a question and you don't let me fucking answer. I, I don't want to hear your answer. It's going to be something stupid. Guru said instead of Islander fans displaying their displeasure whenever Tavares visits UPS, how about showing it towards the GM and ownership? Absolutely, I'd be down for that. Absolutely, Joseph Absolutely. says. It's so weird because Toronto would definitely give up a first-round pick for a guy like Varley. They're dying for goaltending. Absolutely. Again, how many absolutely today? I don't know, but there's going to be a lot of them as long as the people are saying smart things. Hunter says, um, this isn't an angry, bitter fan speaking. Uh-oh, he's angry and bitter. This team is not making the playoffs. The Metro is way too tight this year, and our players don't look like they care. Yeah. Actually, the only reason we're even maybe – in the mix for a playoff is because a lot of the teams have stumbled this year. Yes. If it was last year, zero chance of making the playoffs at this point because we'd be 20 points out of a playoff spot. How many percent chance, Grumpy? 20. Zero. Oh, zero chance of making We're not making the playoffs anyway. What? Evo Pivo said something, but DJ. Oh, have the wheels officially fallen off? Um, I don't think so yet. Not yet. If we lose, uh, can't lose to Chicago. Man, if, if we lose Chicago, we're going to lose to Minnesota and Vegas. Book it. Book them, Dano. That's happening. Book them. You can't lose to – just just freaking can't lose to Chicago. Can't do it. Con here from Adam B. Grump. The notion that fans can't piss and moan on Facebook or Twitter and will somehow affect the team's attitude and play on ice is bull poop. I do love that when people are like, oh, man, you know, you got to just get behind them and support them. You know, your bad negativity and energy is bringing the team down. Right. These, these, these guys get paid how many millions of dollars to play a child's game? You know, if they're not performing well and people spend their hard-earned money, they have the right to freaking boo you. Noah That's Dobson. Noah Dobson blocked me. Noah Dobson blocked me. He's soft. He's terrible. He blocked me. Yeah, okay. That's right. Okay. Again, another Laminite exclusive. We told you Noah Dobson was, was the best defenseman. I think told you. Told been you it for a while. The He's future, a million dollar man. They don't was, get names like that. He was shackled with Boychuk, Chara, Green, Romanoff, you name it. The best defenseman on the team is not even close. It's not even close for a second. Not even close. Adam P says Horvat and Barzi are the real leaders. I agree. 
strip the letters off all of them and let the leaders like Bo show my action. Absolutely. Just, just say, you know what? You guys suck. If your contracts, if your contracts didn't have no move clauses, no trade clauses, you'd be gone today. I told a relish and coaches team. He, they'd be, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. their little ears would perk. Boop, boop. Their ears would perk. Boop. Okay. Freedom Fund Adventure says here, working for the Islanders is like being a son on a grumpy, on a grumpy podcast. Um, it doesn't matter how hard you suck. If you show up or not, are you improving? You'll always have your job. It's true. It's true. Must be talking about X there. He's talking about X. Goon goon. Even if Lambert gets fired, a schmucky bench coach would be an improvement. He'll just be another puppet for Louis A. Lamarol. What's the A stand for? Asshole. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Robert Marshall Grump. Would have traded Varley for the last three years. Absolutely. Should have traded him. Absolutely should have traded him last year at the deadline. Made no sense on an expiring deal. A guy who was who had played, who won zero games. He earned us zero points in the remaining games he played after the deadline. Made no sense. Why, why on God's green earth did they not trade Varley, Mayfield, Parise, um, and who was the other? There was another four. four, four Varley, four. Mayfield, and Parise. Those are the big ones. Okay. Those those three guys should have been dealt at the deadline. Hey, we couldn't afford to trade away Parise because he helped us make a huge cup run. Or Varley. It wasn't even consideration. What? What? What do you mean? He's played three games out of 50. We need that. We need a backup like that. Oh, my God. Evo Pebo said, yeah, Horvat and Barzi. Give them the C and the A. Absolutely. Absolutely, Grumpy. And now Synergy HD, Grump. Did you see what happened to James Dolan? Did not see what happened to James Dolan. Oh. Uh, he got Grumpy. Matthew S. I hope, and you can let us know uh, for tomorrow. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show. We'll talk about that. Matthew S. says, I hope this is the end for Clutter and Martin. Father time is unbeaten. Very true. Oh, shit. Um, oh, man. He had uh, a federal lawsuit accuses New York Knicks owner, James Dolan, a media mogul, Harvey Weinstein, of a sexual assault. So he's been, I guess, tied in with Harvey Weinstein having some sort of sexual assault with a lady. There's been um, other guys tied in with it, too. I guess you just got to be in the right group. Frank. Says Brock Nelson is a good is good grumpy old man. He has 19 goals and man playing with two bums. I just don't want you to know why you can't see that he's great while he's playing with bums. He can score 50 if he had real line mates. Has Brock Nelson looked good to you this year? You don't think Brock? You don't think much of Brock Nelson. I like Brock Nelson. I don't think I. I thought that he was the player who improved the most. Or would under. Um, Harry uh, Trotz. Trotz, and I think his great game has regressed. His he doesn't play defense anymore. His game he's gone back to being the streaky shooter, the streaky goal scorer that he was before. He just gets a shitload of ice time. Is why he gets opportunities. Poly Metals CX30 says here in the next three years, what would you guys like to see the Islanders do roster wise? Trade certain players, resign certain players in an effort for us to actually be good again. Here's the unfortunate thing, Polymetal. The only way for us to do that is to take a massive step backwards. The only way for us to get better is to take a step back, maybe two or three steps back before we can gain a solid foundation and build from the ground up. 
look at how many guys are still going to be here. We're still going to have three, four years left on their deals because they have no trade clauses. Nobody wants to go anywhere. I mean, hey, it's human nature. If you, I don't have to produce. I don't have to perform. I get paid a lot of money, and it doesn't matter. I'm going to be here. You can't move me. It's like a college professor who has tenure. They can't get rid of him. Mario Vargas. TJ and Grumpy Old Man, there's a buzz on one of your mics. That's the Grumpy's mic. Tim J says here, the problem is management holding on to the cul-de-sac crew. It's no use crying about draft picks. We don't give our young players a chance anyway. That's why but you need there, there will eventually, Tim, there will eventually be a time period to where this old man who is a general manager will no longer be the general manager, and somebody will inherit his mess. What I'm hoping is there's less of a mess. I'm hoping they don't have to just just, well, they're probably going to have to take a freaking wrecking ball and just knock the whole thing down, tear everything from the ground up, and start from scratch. And that's the unfortunate thing. They didn't have to do that, but that's what's going to have to be done because of poor decisions made by our GM. It's why you need new management. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. End of sentence, end of story. New management, young GM. I don't even know if a young coach will work. You're going to have to get some uh, a real badass in here. There's not too many of those guys left, but somebody who's got to crack the whip on these guys. Frank DaCosta says, I worry about Lane Lambert getting whacked and John McClain gets a crack at it. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, um, Freedom Front Venture says, Grumpy, if the Islanders miss the playoffs, then Lou will definitely be fired, right? Nope. No way any sane organization would give that mean old man another opportunity to hire a coach. You would think. I think he'll still. I, oh, man. So you want to just, once again, just instead of going outside the organization, let's just dip back into somebody who's here and somebody that I've known for a long time. I think, I think this, I think that, I think Lou, I think he makes the postseason this year. I think Lane, I, I'm not sure if, I don't think Lane will still be the coach. I think Lane's going to get fired. I think that Lou will, uh, Lou will be general manager after this year, unfortunately. He'll just keep on plugging along. Here's the only good thing. Maybe if they don't make the playoffs, Lou will finally realize that there's no shot in hell this team can currently win, and he'll step away. That's the best-case scenario. He steps away, and we can finally potentially turn the leaf onto a a new era of the Islanders, and that's what we really want. Adam P. Grumpy. This team is screwed for a full rebuild for at least 10 years. By the time we draft rookies who develop to play and get rid of this dead dead weight, that will be old on a, the pro roster. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I have a steadfast rule. Unless you're a superstar, you turn 30, I'm not signing you back. Or it's one-year deals, two-year deals. That's it. No long-term extensions for guys in their 30s. Just stupid. Frank says here, man, it's my birthday on Saturday, and the Islanders are really ruining it. Well, happy birthday, Frank. I hope you've got a good birthday on Saturday, buddy. Yeah. Um, and then Frank DaCosta said, grumpy old man, I can't imagine. 15 so cal clutterbuck or matt martin coming back oh grumpy old man can't imagine cal clutterbuck or martin coming back i do i wouldn't be surprised if they both get one-year deals what's what's cases zika's have left like 50 or he's got like three years left five wow four four or five after this year they may get that oh man these guys uh these guys have or these guys have too many bottom six players locked in for years here true true been talking about forever Jackson T, grumpy old man. I've always been an avid supporter of this team, but I'm so freaking pissed off at how shit their effort is. 
like WTF are they doing? Absolutely insane. Mayfield and Engvall suck. Uh, they're not the only ones, believe me. And they're not the only ones. Uh, Frank DaCosta says here, Adam P, next general manager, this dude, Lou, is going to outlive us all. Oh, God. Possible. Frank, Frank says, Mayfield is done. He's a bum compared to what he used to be. Trade him to the Leafs. His contract will be the worst in the NHL and hockey history, possibly. No, it won't be. It's not enough money. That's Anders Lou. <laughs> Adam P said, uh, could it be that this team crashed when John Tavares left? I really wondered. No, well, they didn't. Matter of fact, they played the best that they had uh, the first year that they had in forever, honestly, to show that John Tavares, we're going to show that John Tavares, this is a good group. Everyone's writing us off. Look at us. We, yep. We'll get, we'll beat Pittsburgh and then we'll get swept by Carolina. We showed them, we showed them who, who was boss. That's exactly what it is. We thought that that anger and the want for revenge pushed us. It can only push you so far. Goon Goon, Grumpy Old Man says, if a few fat cats got traded, would it do anything? Grumpy, do you have a song to sing? No songs today. Um, if a few fat cats got traded. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Go ahead. To answer your question, if a few fat cats got traded, maybe it would. But like, in order for that to happen, you would have to have like a total mix-up as to the composition of the team and who the general manager is and who the head coach is. There would have to be change, systematic changes across the board where it's like, hey, everybody's starting with a, a legitimate brand-new slate, and if you don't do what you're supposed to do, tough shit. What did Florida do? What did Florida do when they had a, they had a team that underachieving, um, you know, talented but underachieving, maybe a little lazy, they make the trade for Matthew Kachuk. Yep. Oh, they over they overpaid. They gave up Jonathan Huberdo and Mackenzie Weger. They're they're going to be irreplaceable. What did I tell you? I said that. I said I thought that was a spectacular deal for Florida. Every team needs a Matt Kachuk on it. We don't have one. Yeah, we don't. Is that wrong? Maybe Matty. Maybe Matty B could be one, but he's getting infected with the rest of the loot. They need to make a big. They can't. There's nothing they can do. Nothing they can do right now. Nothing. Sword Chase Mike says five stars. Adam P. Grumpy old man. Ownership or real estate snobs. They don't know squat about hockey ops. It's why that driveway interview with the cheerleader in his driveway, trust in Lou, doubles down and proves that the owners are schmucks. God, Grumpy, you have got – Grumpy, please, 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 you've got to check out your – I had to mute it for a second. The mic is coming through just like – I don't know what it is, um, but here it is. Frank says here, TJ, stop. J I'll, I'll, I'll plug you back in. Was that grumpy? You're going to have to get me a new microphone. Grump, come on now. Oh, what's the matter? What? I pay for your Netflix every month. Oh, fucking stop. Please stop, grumpy. You. Um, yeah. Who uh -huh. pays for your cell phone? The warden does. The war I asked the That's warden. Yeah, we're on your plane. Hold on. You That's can your first responder rate because the lovely page knocks all of you the can't get me a little cheapy microphone? Can't do oh. that? Grumpy. Grumpy, why don't you pull out your 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 Christmas gift, okay? Gift here, huh? Dude, your microphone is driving me absolutely nuts, Grumpy. It's bothering you now. I'm just holding it. It just it goes. It must be something. I don't know, Grumpy. You must be sitting under like a freaking industrial vent. 
Frank says here, TJ, stop jinking us with your corrupted millennial thoughts. We can't trade <laughs> any more picks. That door is for playoff teams, not senile managed dreamers. Well, an unfortunate thing is I think we still have that senile man in charge, and he will unfortunately not make the correct decisions. That's what I'm worried about. Coffee's for closers. Goon Goon says, in typical Islanders fashion, they give you a flicker of hope each game before the inevitable bludgeon to the gonads. There it is. It sounds better, Grumpy. I don't know what you're doing, but it sounds better, buddy. I'm just holding it, but I'm not going to hold it like this forever. (laughs) You can't hold it? I'm going to click it back up now. Now I start hearing it again, you grumpy guy. How can you start hearing it? I'm just still holding it. Anyway, Storm Chase Mike says here, Ledecky and Malkin are not firing him. They have no interest in making this team a Stanley Cup contender. Oof. Ugh. I'll tell you. Adam P says here, the owners trust in Lou because they don't know shit about hockey here. X, I tell you one thing. Adam's got a lot of run here from X today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he must he must have hit up x in the dms i'm just kidding here he said i walked out with my 10 year old at the end of the second um i forget which game it was maybe the pens um it was four to nothing before i could blink i wanted to walk out uh, i wanted to walk out of the vegas game but i spent thousands to go there i turn the tv off now all the time i have tickets for sunday but i don't want to go i'm second guessing uh the outdoor game I don't think uh, I'd want to go there either. Uh, I've been a fan since 89, 90. I uh, didn't even walk out in the 2000s Islanders. Adam's unhappy. I'd say so. I and definitely would not go to the outdoor I, least, I would not go to the outdoor game. Sell those tickets, my friend. Judy Orenstein says here, uh, no present and no future. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been saying as a fan since the beginning. I'm so angry. Yep, absolutely there. Frank, grumpy old man. You could have beaten Tampa Grump. Stop. Just stop. You'd never be in Tampa. Um, we got effed on scheduling in one of those series. We traveled, played the same day. I think Tampa beat us 9-1. to one. That was all BS. Wrong. Just wrong. Sorry. Frank um, Grumpy's mic is horrible. I know it's horrible. I'm like, God damn. Grumpy, you got to do something about it. Is it your AC that's, or is it your heat just going blown right over top There's of you? No heat. There's no heat. You're not running heat in your house. It's not running right now. No. You're saying it's still making noise now? It sounds okay. Is it? Is, are you fucking around with the cord? Oh my God. I'm just sitting oh, here. It's back again. Ah, Grumpy. Damn it. I'm telling you, if you ever listen to our podcast, and I mean even like a fucking minute of our podcast, and I mean ever, you'd know exactly what I'm talking about, how it's hard to listen to sometimes. Frank says here, oh, gosh, yeah, we could have beat that. Uh, John Smith says here, the season is saved. Everybody, the Islanders just recalled Kyle McLean. There it is. Um, here you go. Uh, JP says, TJ, with the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross reference, no closers in the Islanders front office. That's for sure. Fire Lou Lamarillo immediately. 100% agree. 100%. <laughs> now you switched over there to your freaking your mic on your computer. That's all right. Hopefully that works better. Adam P says here, Judy, I align myself with Grumpy. I only wish I had heard him earlier in my life. Grumpy says 100% what I do in the group, but the guys don't don't crap. <laughs> don't give a crap. They don't agree with him there. Um, and uh, Frank K says here, Malkin is the biggest problem. It starts with him. End of story. Yeah. Uh, Nick D says here, uh, what do you guys think about Craig Berube as a replacement for Lane Lambert? Uh, Lou doesn't deserve to hire a third coach. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. 
I don't care who you, you could put, is Scotty Bowman still alive? I mean, I don't know if, I mean, Al Aubrey, you could, you couldn't bring him back from the dead. He couldn't get anything from this team. They're just freaking losers. You know what it is, Grumpy? You know what it is, buddy? You, all the years of wrapping up your phone around that milk bottle have done damage to the cord. Nothing to do with anything. That's what it is. The cord is probably frayed now, and now we need to get a new one for the grumpy old man. Judy says, someone offered me a $5 bet that we would make the playoffs. He says we will. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Accept and, and challenge him to put his money where his mouth is and cha- raise it 25 crickets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 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 Mike says, Shane is getting a bit annoying trying to bring comedy into the analysis. I don't. Right. What else are you gonna do? I like Shane. I don't watch any of the Islanders telecasts, so I really couldn't tell you what she's up to. I couldn't tell you what any of the guys are up to. I don't listen to the Islanders. Ever since I stopped listening to the Islanders telecast, I've been much happier because I don't hate people because I'm like, man, I just like the glazing of Butch. everything. Butch Goring, God, Butch. I love him, but man, Butch keeps on. Every penalty is not a penalty. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm just like Butch. Come on, he thinks it's like soccer where if you get the puck. You can trip a guy. You know, you can put his you can put your stick between his skate blades and pull him down. No, that's not the way it goes, Butch. I, I hate to tell you. Every penalty that and everything that the other team doesn't get called on should have been, but every penalty the Islanders take, that shouldn't be. It's interesting. I had a chance to watch Mayfield when he took out Nemestikov in the boards, hooked him and drove his head to the board. I don't know if they showed case that on the Islanders telecast, but they definitely did on the Canadian telecast. Like, wow, Mayfield gets away with one here. Look at that. It's just like, oof. It's just different to hear a different perspective. But yeah, <laughs> that's just, you know, that's just playing hard. <laughs> <laughs> did he really, did Butch really say that? Uh, I don't know what he said. I think he actually said it, it maybe possibly could have been a penalty if you squint at it. That must have been really hard. It was tough. It was tough. Um, <laughs> Adam says, yeah, Shannon is a blowhard hack. I know you guys. Oh, my her, God. Jesus but, Christ, Adam. But she adds nothing, nothing to the TV broadcast. Sorry, she doesn't. Oh, come but on. she's a nice lady. That's that's the extent. She's a nice lady. I like Shannon. She's a person of the people. And that's what you're that's that's she's what nice. you need. She is a person of the she is an okay. she is a lady of an island. She wears the Islanders blue and orange, and that's what I, I need. Li- I like Shannon as a person. Her hockey knowledge is limited. Well, she's not there for her hockey knowledge. She's there to bring hey, the Erica girl for the devils. No, she can ask a, a question and look intelligent and sound intelligent when she says it. Hey, she I absolutely can. Well, most of the girl commentators, well, you know, they all look a certain way, most of them. Um, and they uh, all you're about to catch yourself a no, me. No, no. Better stay careful, Grump. No, and they all um they all look like they've studied their craft to some extent, except for Leah Hextall. <laughs> I don't know anybody who likes Leah Hextall. Dan P says 0 and 3 against Pittsburgh this year. Yeah, P- Pittsburgh's so much better than we are. Here's the thing. Their goaltending's played better this year. Usually, the only reason we beat Pittsburgh is because their goaltending was so bad that you know Jari or DeSmith or just insert useless Pittsburgh goalie here would give up two or three weak goals in a row. Yep, you're grumpy. You like this one. Frank says TJ is cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. Yeah, I think maybe it's going for the cuckoo. The cuckoo sticks. Who stinks, baby? Um, Dallas at home on Sunday. That's a freaking loss. Yeah, no, I think we can beat them. I guarantee we lose them. 
You think yeah, so? Absolutely. And we're going to lose to uh, Vegas as well. Those are two losses. <sighs> really we're, think not so? beating, we're not beating either of those teams. They're good. I, I think those we teams were- are good. You keep forgetting we don't beat good teams. Unless they're playing, you know, AHL goalies. That's it. I think we win our next three games. <sighs> I guarantee we don't. JP. Matter of fact, I think we're going to lose Chicago now. <laughs> JP says, yeah, I have to admit, Knobloch and Paul Coffey really appear to have done a yeoman's job turning Edmonton around. Is Knobloch the guy's name? I thought it was something else. I couldn't tell you. He was whatever the coach was, and like, uh, you know, the younger coach, the, the juniors coach for McDavid. Joe C says, all that firepower and the Devils can't beat the Canadians. Yeah. Um, you know, they beat the hell out of the Islanders, though. Michael Bechet says, well, I have to say, get rid of Palmieri. How much is he making again? What What is it? He's not worth it. $5 million a year. First and fourth round draft picks and two players, $5 million a year, and you get yourself 33 points a season. Woo. Shesterkin has actually been worse than Sorokin this year. Yeah, I don't think Sorokin's played. I don't think Sorokin's played poorly. Sorokin's been really good in goal. The team has been deployed. It's, it's like a shooting gallery. It's like a shooting gallery. Yeah. John Falcone says. I just read this. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, ah, Frank says I liked Enzo the Baker in The Godfather. He, he helped Michael save his dad for for your father for your father. Yeah, but you notice he was, I mean, that's one thing. If you notice the real subtle thing in that movie, you know, he needed a cigarette after, you know, we saw the car pull up with the gunman in there and, you know, ends up, he couldn't take it. And Michael just whips it out, lights the match, looks at his hands. He's like, yep, no problem. I'm cool as damn cucumber in dangerous situations. Enzo, get back in the kitchen and bake me a fucking cake. Hey, you Robbie. TJ. If you ever visited your mother and father, you would know where the fans in the house are. He, I mean, you lived here forever. You know, believe it or not, you can make changes to your house. In okay, summer. okay, okay. I'm at his story about TJ. One time, he was driving a car. He was driving. So he was like, he was absolutely probably 20. Honestly, he was probably 20 years old. I said, oh, let's go to BJ's. Motherfucker, this is definitely not what I was trying. That's it. Go yeah, no, 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 no. True, because it's like it. Absolutely, true. True. twenty years old. Twenty years. No, old. absolutely not. This is complete bullshit. This and is a bullshit story. This is. You know what I feel like? I feel like Grumpy is a Lamanite right now, making some shit up right now because this is absolutely certifiably not true. The age is not true, but the story is true. Twenty years old for TJ. Not twenty. I was like seventeen, maximum 20. seventeen. 20 17 and at the you know we live like in a big development and at the end of the development there's a traffic light and i pull up i said oh i said drive to bj's and he's like which way left or right i'm like dude you have been going to bj's every week for 15 years i said how the hell do you not even know where it is here's here's i said make a left Here's the thing, grumpy old man. I'll let you know something. I wasn't 20. 20 okay. 20, 21, well, 22, maybe. Let's bump it up. Let's bump it up. Maybe okay. I was, how I was, old were you? How old were you when the plate video happened? How old were you? I don't know. 22? No, probably. Yeah, maybe around 22? Yeah, 22. Absolutely. 22. Yeah. Let me just let me just say if you ever see the plate video, people, <laughs> remember he's 22 at the time. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, that was probably accurate. 22. 
Joseph C. Matter of fact, I think that was the same weekend I asked you to go to BJ's. Joseph C. says, Leafs need a major shakeup, but instead they keep doubling down on the same five guys every year, hoping they could win a cup. I'd rather have those five guys on that team and try to build around them than whatever the hell the Islanders are trying to do. Frank says here, grumpy old man, uh, what um, what if you do, what are you doing there? You do a famous reverse jinxing. Um, if you keep saying the Islanders won't make the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. He's doing been, some been, Here's the thing. I've been adamant about that since last year. This is like a couch trip for us, says Frank. Um, uh, my a big Islander fan says here the worst thing the Islanders can do is hang close enough for Lou to think that we should trade away another number one or not first round pick. Unfortunately, this team will probably do that and say, you know, we get screwed again. Yeah, I think that's, what's gonna happen. That's, the worst, that's the worst case scenario. We'll trade away, we will not have a first round draft pick for five years in a row, and that's just it's just it's inexcusable. Um, Frank Grumpy. Hey, TJ, in all fairness, losers' points are part of the game and count. But I hear what you're saying. Can't live off loser points. I was about to say, the thing I worry about is, like, if we're in a tie at the end of the season, there's a reason why everybody's like, oh, well, we're only one point out of a playoff. Well, all those teams we're tied with are ahead of us because they have more regulation wins than us. We have so many uh, losses in overtime and wins in overtime and shootout that we will not make it over any team with a tiebreaker. So you have to be in on points. You can't be tied and expect to make it in the last game of the year. Storm Chase Mike says here, Grump, I forget which game you said it, uh, but you said, uh, but we lost recently. Uh, but you said we would win, but we lost recently. I say Chicago beats us. Okay, Mike, listen to me. I've been wrong on every single game I picked recently. So that's <laughs> why I went to the reverse psychology thing. And even that's not working. <laughs> the Islanders just lose it. I think you've been overly positive, always saying we're going to win. I have. And it just makes me, and now, now that I was overly positive, it's really not my DNA and it just gets worse and worse. Frank says, yeah, Grump, but you know Lou is not a rebuilder type, hence one of the many reasons why he currently sucks. Well, how did Jersey feel about him before his departure? How did Toronto feel before they kicked him upstairs? They couldn't wait to get rid of the old man. Um, Grumpy will be reincarnated as a Rangers fan in the next life, and we still will not win. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in reincarnation. Matthew S. says, Grumpy is ripping ass. That's what you hear. Yeah, oh, there it is. Okay. All right. That's cool. Um, Drew says, Grumpy, is there a tornado outside your house? This is why I hate lavalier mics. I don't know what that means. Me neither, but I'm not using it anymore. That's it. Adam, Adam P. P says, No way. Pekka was a dick. Scatchard was too. Jason Blake, one of my faves, a real bastard. Dave Scatchard was a really nice guy. Dave Scatchard was a really nice guy. Couldn't tell you. Freedom for um, Freedom Fund Venture says, TJ, do you think if you invested tons of your own money and the money of other investors in a massive project that you may want to recover as much money as soon as possible, you protect your cash and can reinvest it? Yeah. So he here's the thing regarding that one. Um, you know, they're not, they own the team outright. They're not like, oh gosh, we're, we're gathering up funds and we're gathering from the community that they own. They own that. And, you know, when... I, I'm not even going to get into it. Um, you know, you can, you could go ahead and appreciate it. There's a lot of things you can go ahead and do that make sense for them. The short-term gain doesn't, unless it, you look at the sale, doesn't make sense. Here's Frank. Frank. Did you watch the game? The Islanders were playing them good. 
That goal from Sorokin's blade coming off was a turning point for bad things to come for our Islanders. Okay, here's the thing. I thought the Islanders outplayed Winnipeg in the third period. The first two periods, they did not. They did not. All the action was from in the Islanders zone. The Islanders had some shots, uh, mostly from the outside. Uh, it was Kyle Connor's first game back. Like I said, they're a banged up team. Did you really think the Islanders were going to beat Winnipeg last night watching that game? Really? No. no. The answer is no. Free in front of venture, Grumpy. My son and on a grumpy podcast commented was directed at both X and TJ. Ah, so we both got we both got ripped. Breaking news, we suck. Says, oh no, we suck again. JP says, speaking of the Belmont UBS Mall retail villages and Sterling Project Development Company, it's really sardonically funny that the Will Ponzi's are still so involved in New York sports. Yuck. Here you go, Grumpy. I uh, got a comment here from Robert Marshall. Oh, my God. Stefan Rosner said on his podcast, don't be surprised if Martin and Clutter are back. LOL. I can't, I, I can't even fathom that. They don't even they only have five million dollars left on the salary cap. Let's bring back guys in their mid-30s who are fourth liners, who are always hurt or not even good enough to be in the lineup. We're gonna sign those guys back. Yikes. Yikes. Right. I mean, you might as well burn all your islanders uh jersey. Just burn them. Frank says, yeah, but Grump, uh, you didn't even acknowledge that Brock plays with two stiffs. You got to admit that. Um, if he had a real lineman, uh, he'd score even more goals. But he can definitely be streaky for sure. I just don't think he's I don't I don't think he's good as he was defensively under Barry Trotz. I think he he's streaky. I just don't think he scores big goals. He's a lot like Anders Lee. Score those goals in games we lose like eight to three. He'll score a hat trick. And non sequitur, you guys, y'all live in the South. Grumpy said, "Grumpy, you say y'all, don't you?" Sometimes, yeah. Hmm? I do not. You've never seen a ball mason jar? No, I don't drink uh, um, moonshine. Do not do it. <laughs> or you drink a moonshine? Matter, matter of fact, I think I actually do have a moonshine glass. Oh, Grumpy! I, I do, but there's—I don't think there's moonshine in it. Maybe it is. I don't know. Lou Rivera says the ownership for both the Islanders and the Jets are the same. They don't know shit about their sports teams. It's just a write-off. Uh, I'll tell you this. Did I ever tell you the first time I found out that X was drinking well before he was 21 years old, Grumpy? No. And if X is still listening, he'll enjoy this one. <laughs> I was with a few of my buddies, and we had drove him there. I don't remember why he was there um, with me uh, at their school. He's like, oh, yeah, I, I'm trying to remember how old he was. Maybe he was just almost at 21, 21 years old. And like, and a buddy of ours, JB, you'll know what that acronym stands for here, who used to live with me, JB, grumpy old man. Um, oh, to, yes, you know who that is. Gave him, gave him some moonshine, and X just knocked that shit back. He's like, nope. He's like, yeah, that tastes good. <laughs> I was like, well, most people that first time they're drinking alcohol aren't knocking back moonshine. Like, mm, that tastes delicious. Yeah, uh, Ben and says here, tough showing these past couple of nights. Brutal. Freedom Fundamental says here, TJ, number one, you seem to dislike the elderly, butchy, grumpy, etc. Number two, it's not Grumpy's microphone. X is making these sounds to cause conflict between you and Grump. Very possible. <laughs> that actually is a better way to go with this. X is causing X is causing. 
he is sitting in the background. So maybe he is causing those little issues. Oh man. I like, I like grumpy. It's easy to mess with grumpy though. Grumpy, grumpy, grumpy has grumpy likes to dish it out. So he's got to be able to take it. I can take it. You yeah. know, I can take it. Yeah, we both do. Absolutely. I can dish it out. The biggest mistake is attacking me first. That's usually, that's always, it's never good policy. Let me just put it to that way. Mario says, Erica W the devil's girl is one of the co-hosts on the fly on the NHL network. Yeah. I like her. I absolutely love looking at her. No problem at all when she's on. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Let's move on here. Jay, she's a pretty girl. There's nothing wrong with saying she's a pretty girl. She is. Jay period says Pierre Engvall Kavasha. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. That brings back such bad memories. Um, how many points does that, that freaking Engvall have? I know he didn't have any last night. I'm certain of it. I'm just hold interested. Up. Hold on. Hold on. I got, hold on. I got to scroll up. The Islanders are so far down in the schedule before I can access their team stats. Engvall. Let's see. 14 Engvall. points in 41 games. And he's been a healthy scratch for three. Yikes. So he's on pace to what he usually scores. 20 something points. Where's our boy? Oh, Palmieri's got 23 points. Well, that's a 10 in the second half of the season. I'm surprised. He's a minus 14. Worse on the team. Good job, Palmieri. Uh, let's see how our boy Nelson's doing. He stopped scoring. 35 points in 44 games. He was at one point a point a game guy. Not anymore. Minus 11. Fantastic. Uh, no adoption, 43 and 44. Okay, he still has a chance to be a point a game. Guy, Matty B, 45 and 43. Um Bo Horvat, 41 and 43. Yeah. Uh, again, Nelson is he's dropped down a little bit. Uh only 17, 35 in playing time a game. Yeah. This uh, this I find interesting. When you look at the Islander scoring, really, if you're like, oh God, I, now here's the thing, right? Now they're about halfway through the season. I can kind of safely say, okay, you know, you're gonna be kind of what you are, you know, point. God, damn ad you're going to be somewhere where you usually are points wise right you're not going to be like in a spot god what the fuck is this shit I you're gonna have to close out of it oh my god these stupid freaking ads um here we go perfect um, thank god okay so here's the thing you look are you shit me again why don't you blame it on my computer or my internet extras or grumpy oh here it is perfect okay Excellent. I got it. I told you. Don't worry. We got to X out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you look at our point production, now we're about a little over halfway through the season. There's only four players on our team with more than 30 points. Yeah. Now, here's I the think. thing, right? You know, you look at it. You'll see some teams where it's like, hey, they only have four or five guys that have more than a point a game average at the end of the year, but those guys are scoring points in droves. I mean, if you look at the way this team is set up, right? I mean, like Brock Nelson maybe hit 70 again. Uh, maybe not, right? That's a big ask, I think. I didn't know Brock Nelson has the most goals on the team. Here's the thing. You notice the shooting percentage of Nelson and Horvat's way down from last year? Really? Mm -hmm. Are you sure about that? Yeah, look at Brock's in particular. Look at his shooting percentage the last couple of years. Yeah, 21, 21 16, 13. Look what he's been his whole career. 13 is about his average, right? How many goals did he score in those years? 25, 26. I mean, maybe he's shooting the puck a little bit more than he used he's to. A lot. He's already got 19 goals. He's but he's, like I said, his shooting – that he's settled down to where he's been. So maybe you're seeing, oh, 
when is he when is this play going to drop off maybe you're seeing it now and when i say drop off just go to what it used to be yeah return back to some normalcy or what yeah. was normal originally but it's like yeah, you look at it it's like okay we've only got right now and you got a few guys who are close but one guy who's averaging more than a point a game and that's maddie b mm-hmm. uh you know, Noah Dobson's done a great job this season. So is Bo Horvat. And, and, you know, from Brock, I like what I've seen. And they're not a huge fan from, from, from him. But we're halfway okay. through the I don't think Brock's been as good this year is my point. I don't think he's been as good this year. Think about this. We're halfway through the season. We've only got five guys that are probably going to have more than 40 points on the year. Maybe four. Anders Lee is close. Four. four. Palmieri's not hitting 40. <laughs> He'll get to 33. Uh, I think he'll do better than that. He might get he might get forty. I hope not. Much. You look I at want the- him to get thirty three so bad I can't even. I, I I tell you I can almost taste thirty three points. Uh, how, how happy would you be, Grumpy? Feeling ecstatic. Happy? Ecstatic. <laughs> as long as somebody else picks up the slack, I just want him to have thirty three. Oh no, Frank says here no Grump. I figured that they were going to get a loser point at best, which is which first that team I would have been happy about. God, I'm happy with loser points. Frank, do you even hear what you're saying? I mean, as you're typing it, do you realize it? I just am like, Frank, we want to win a Stanley Cup. Anything else? So I'm like, okay, that's not where I want to be. I want to win a cup. I want to win a Stanley Cup. Oh, I just want the, the fan base and the general manager and the head coach and the freaking players all want the same thing. I don't think that's the most important thing to the players right now. It's not. Drew, grumpy old man. You know what's funny? I thought Grumpy fired X last podcast. Why would I do that? X is great. Seems like Grumpy doesn't have the backbone to do it. Why the heck would I ever get rid of Sun X? Sun X is, we like him working. Get to work, X. Sensational Sun X. Drew says here, um, and Holmstrom has the quietest 16 points I've ever seen out of somebody. How many you think he'll have 20 points by the end of the year? I think it's, yeah, it's still more than 20. I don't think he'll have 40. He definitely won't have 40 points. Yeah, absolutely. He's not having 40. I think he's gonna probably have 12 goals at the end of the year. 12. What does he have now? 11? 12. <laughs> oh, he's got 11. He'll have 11 goals. Oh no, he go grumpy. Frank DaCosta. Frank says, please ask the grumpy old man if he approves of the name of this group's apathetic and disgruntled Islanders fans. I hope everyone here listens to you guys. Thanks there, Frank. Many thanks. Thank you. Um, but here we are. Comment of the night is Pierre Engval Kavasha. That's just the comment. Of the night. I like this. Ben, like it says here, season over. over, pack it in, sell everything. <laughs> oh, well, let's sell the it. house, sell the kids, sell the dog. I feel like uh Colonel Walter Kurtz in Apocalypse Now telling his wife just sell everything. It's over. Let's wrap things up, Grumpy. We're here at the end of the show. What do you want to say before we wrap things up here? I want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens, even those who don't. From TJ, the grumpy old man, and behind the scenes, Sonix. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching the show here. Um disappointing time for the Islanders, right? Sometimes you just need to vent off a little bit. It's always good to do that. It's good to talk some truth to underwhelming season at this to this point as well. True. I'd say the vast majority of fans, I hope, would agree. Um, this is a team two years ago that was Stanley Cup or bust. This is a team that still, I feel like, should be taking that same mindset of we're trying to win Stanley Cup. Uh, not good enough, obviously, and we are directionless at the moment, which is a quick way to get you to feel helpless. But 
hopefully we get some direction sometime soon and hopefully it's not the wrong direction thank you so much everybody for watching here the show tonight we'll be live with you guys here tomorrow on tj and the grumpy old man at 9 p.m eastern standard time and uh, also um We'll be live next, Talking Islanders, on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Thank you so much, Grumpy. Thanks so much, SunX. And thank you, everybody, for contributing in your thoughts and opinions and topics as well. Thank you so much for the comments, and thank you for your engagement. Thank you, Grumpy. My pleasure. My pleasure.